Hello, viewers and listeners. Jordan here, and welcome to Heroes of Thylea, an actual play of D&D 5th Edition. This actual play is a Lionhead Gaming production of Odyssey of the Dragon Lords, an epic adventure book for 5th Edition created by Arcanum Worlds. It blends classic fantasy with Greek mythology to create an adventure of epic scope, storytelling, and heroes. Combined with my own changes to create something unique and wonderful that I hope both you and my excellent cast of close friends enjoy. So, with that, I've talked long enough. It is time for us now to begin. And we're going to start off with a recap from our one and only Nick. So, last week on Kingdom, I mean, song, I mean, Heroes of Philea. <laughs> After dealing with some hot and sexy oh crap, I missed. <laughs> I accidentally scrolled while I was talking. After dealing with some hot, sexy, steaming mist creatures and occultists on the ground floor of the temple, I guess because we went downstairs, uh, the group took a small break to help some captured acolytes. I am echoing, and it's throwing me off. Let's see if we can fix that. Who's the I, echo? I think I'm echoing off at you, or at least I hear you. Okay, there we go. Hot and steamy, steamy. baby. Steamy, steamy. The group uh, took a small break to help some captured acolytes before heading, being directed to a hallway for supplies. Upon entering that hallway, the group was attacked by a bunch of floating swords that seemed like the acolytes had no information about. Making quick work of that, the group acquired some potions of healings before heading down deeper into the temple. Once the group was downstairs, they were welcomed mostly by an empty room, followed by a strange voice and horrific cackling. Moving forward into the cave-like room, Nyx ventured a tad bit too far after the room's trap card pits. The, group att the rugs attempted to smother 
Nyx, while Thaumos and Atreus tried their best to save her, but she was perfectly capable of doing it herself. Once the group ripped the Rex to shreds, the cackling and taunting continued. The group moved cautiously, attempting to see what they were dealing with before springing into action. What they saw was the Oracle held midair by some weird water creature. With the Oracle being the sole reason that they were all there, the group knew that she needed to be saved. Several of the more ranged members of the group launched their attacks from afar, while they almost ran up to the creature to try and cut it down, only to be confronted by the source of the cackling. A horrendous-looking hag that struck fear into the hearts of both Atreus and Theamos. Theamos was able to overcome the fear with the help of some magic, but Atreus could not move closer to it for a few rounds. Inferior was able to slay the water creature, which drew the ire of the hag as she ignored everyone else and attracted the dryad. With her attention set on Inferior, the party slew the hag, saving the oracle, and with the help of Inferior's pet Ivis, saving the woman that was down there with her. After the Oracle took a bit of time to speak with Kyra and collect herself, she brought the group back down to reveal a prophecy to them, a prophecy that the Titan Sidon clearly did not want his daughter to reveal, as the party discovered in some notes that they found on the body of the hag. She revealed great trials for the adventure, as well as information regarding some personal ventures that also conveniently lined up with the ultimate goal. After the party asked their questions, that I could not possibly bother to remember, they all took their rest in some rooms that were prepared for them where the night of ordeals continued. A collective nightmare was shared between each of them. The contents that I cannot for the life of me remember as I lost my notes like a couple <laughs> minutes before all this. However, I do remember that everyone was awoken midway through the dream. Unfortunately, Nyx continued as though it was like a message specifically for her. So we come back to the heroes, awakening on a new day of a new adventure. Indeed, we do. That poor man's soul lost to those strange spinning blades and Nyx having her own personal message as everyone's inspiration will reset to zero. And then for that wonderful recap, you will gain one inspiration. Thank you so much. As yes, indeed, let me bring you on back to where you are now in those rooms beneath the temple. <sighs> After that late night ordeal, you will gain the benefits of a long rest and it is quite comfortable, save for that experience and as you all wake up let me also get from each of you a single wisdom save oh yikes for dc 22 nice not 20 from theamos 10 from inferior 19 from Nyx, 18 from Sophia, and a 7 from Atreus. All right. Thank you for that. Let's see. And Mercury kind of can go fuck himself. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Be sure to call no, out he'll... your rolls so I don't miss them. Uh oh, yeah, that's fair. 
No, it's all good. You just call it everybody else's roll, not mine. It's fine. I'll just sit here with my, my 14 on my wisdom save. It's all good. He'll he'll acknowledge it at the end of the session, John, but he won't tell oh. you that. Oh, like in the credits? Yeah. <laughs> like I gotta sit around for all the credits and then it'll be at the end? Yeah, thanks like to fuck you, John. Mercury no. with his 14 wisdom save. No, I just saw the nat 21st. It was bright green. So I, I know, like, I saw right. it first. It was like, whoa! And then I was like, oh, that's not mine. Crit. <laughs> that went down from there. <sighs> Indeed, as you all awaken in your little guest chambers, and nothing you need to worry about right at this moment for those wisdom saves, though. But thank you for making them. What are you doing? No, I'm nervous. Nyx is uh, staying in her room quietly after she had woken up from that terrible dream and waits to hear if everybody else is stirring outside. Uh, not quite sure how early or how late she's woken up and clutching onto the spearhead from her mom while looking down at her newly transformed mark. I'm afraid he's going to go find Nyx. Except that might be hard because I can't see anything. Wait, you can't see anything, Nikki? Oh, now I can see down the hall. There you go. Mercury's going to walk out the door and he's going to be like, Hey! Any y'all up yet? Yes. Good morning, Mercury. Good morning. I think, you know, maybe we should get out of here. Like, you know, go back. Like out of this temple. You're rearing to go already. Yep. I just hear the shuffling of papers and the moving of stuff as Sophia puts away her shit. Get ready to move. Yeah, Nick starts putting on her sleeve, concealing the mark and donning her cloak, getting ready, since sounds like Mercury is quite eager. I don't blame him. Did you just like straight up walk into my room? Me? Nice question. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Ah, I love it. <laughs> Didn't even knock. Did just right. open no. the door. She just she just went right on in. Like, Inferia. Good morning. Good I morning. Suppose. You suppose? How was your rest? Oh, it's not quite as restful as I had hoped to be, but uh, bizarre dreams are. Are normal, I suppose. Yes, I, I had one as well. Come, uh, as Nyx grabs her things, Mercury seems like he'd want to go. Tell me about this dream, as Nyx uh, grabs her things and starts to usher Inferia out into the hall. Well, uh, the... There was a voice, and it was quite mocking. And then there was an old man. He was not well. Sorry, I got distracted. There's bug in my face. And did he... Not only was he unwell, but he looked terrified, even, right? Yes. 
staring at some sort of horror. Do you remember anything after that? No. Oh. Did, did we share a dream? It would appear so. How strange. I wonder if anybody else also had that same dream. Come. Yes. Yep. Always waiting on the ladies. You know what? I mean, Sophia's like right there. We're all stuck in the hole anyways. <laughs> oh, you all already <sighs> awake. Excellent. Yep. Yeah, we're ready to go. I understand. I was hoping if it was all right with you all. Uh, I was going to have the attendants uh, prepare a bit of breakfast for us all. We can eat outside of this cave. I can sense it bothers you, Mercury. I feel like you're perhaps a bit restless. Well, I mean, there's a gorgeous cave don't overlook make no sense. just further in. It lets out to a beautiful vista, if you would be so kind to follow. Well, man, I, ain't, ain't, I suppose. Alright. I'll have the attendants bring around your... I believe you... There was a donkey at the top of the... Oh yeah, yeah, that's Eddie and uh uh Octavia, that's uh that's Nix's horse. Ah. Yes, from the vistas an easy to get to path that leads down from this rise and back to the main road. Oh, if you yeah, all are right. planning to head to Astoria. But come, come, let's have a meal. As Versi sort of glides through uh, the temple, her raiments just flowing off of her like water, and she leads you all to a nice little vista outside. Nothing too crazy, but you can see that there are uh, some rugs laid out different than the ones in her grotto. Uh, slight purple color to them rather than that stark burgundy and gold. And there are assortment of pillows and the like uh, for you to rest upon. You can see uh, it looks more or less like an early morning picnic as it is currently about nine, maybe going on 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, perhaps sleeping underground, just lets you sleep a little bit longer. And it is currently Kention the 5th. Early morning. As do, 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 do. And there's already like food and tables like laid out or what's the setup? Yeah, you can see uh, a large rug with a variety of uh, some food already uh, spread out along with an assortment of very comfortable looking uh, large 
uh, pillows and the like, and some pictures of what look like perhaps just cut wine, maybe? Uh, something easy to enjoy as typical for most, uh, most symposiums, but this is not so much a symposium, more along the lines of a picnic. But it is comfortable and pleasant and plenty of free space. I'm gonna go over, I'm gonna grab all sorts of meat. A spread of meat, pork, some chicken, cheeses, some uh, slight, or not slight, uh, some light breads. <sighs> Please, of course, help yourselves. It is, uh, I guess, perhaps my last token of things. Plus, I did want to see you all off before you headed off on your, your respective journeys, I suppose. How very kind of you, Versi. Thank you. My thanks, Aunt. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's right, you too. <laughs> so, say almost just stuffing his face. He's gonna look up to the Oracle and say, So, like, you're a Titan's daughter? Why, why are you helping us? That's a good question. What? Yeah. <sighs> I have always had an attachment to the settler races. The things that my father would say in his tower <sighs> never really sat well with me. I was quite different compared to his other children. Those born of Etheria, much more aligned with his worldview. I had wow. the pleasure of being able to go where I wanted, experience things from a different perspective. And, well, Traveling the world, meeting people, tears down those preconceptions that those that raise you may build up in you. Exposure to the things that they fear or despise for reasons that have no foundation in truth. I've come to really care for everyone on Thylea. And I've come to realize that Sidon and Lutheria only care for themselves. I mean, that, that makes sense. I, I can understand being a blackfish of the family. <laughs> Fathers are shit, aren't they? I mean, mine was great. Y'all know we weren't talking about you. Mine is terrible. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. You despise your father. I don't know my father. Well, hell, Ooh, maybe yeah. he's a nice guy then. You don't know. Well, although if he was a nice guy, he'd probably be in your life. So, yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Didn't you say you 
thought, or perhaps there were rumors that your father is Pythor? I believe we confirmed that last night. Indeed. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Not quite a restful night for me, I'm afraid. Bad uh... dreams. You too. I mean, they were weird. Yeah, maybe it was a weird play or something. Inferi and I were just talking about it. We had the same dream. Well, did you yeah. have like some kind of crazy lady talking and some guy? Like on <laughs> stage and stuff? Yes. It was eviscerated. See, you see what happens yes. when you sleep underground? You have bad dreams. Mercury. Dreams. Our enemies have already taken a very keen interest in us. And after the man was gone, did she keep talking to you guys too? No. 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 Wait, she talked to you? What'd she say? And Nyx is quiet for a moment, uh, hand over her mouth, just staring down at her plate. Um, she... She starts to bunch up her sleeve and pull it down to show her brand new mark with the moon and sun. I think she has something to do with this. It changed. Tattoo. A birthmark. A it changing was as birthmark. If... I mean, yeah, you can't just change birthmark. No, but mine has been changing all of my life. That like the moon and the sun and waves? Yes, or swirls like these can also represent the breezes or clouds. That makes a little more sense than the waves. Like, does it give off light? Like, does it actually glow, or is it just like... It's, it's just like pink? a... I think it's just like this color, because it's 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 all black against her skin, isn't it? It is currently black and does not currently glow. Oh boy, currently. But, but it's not, it's Ooh, not gold, it's just all black. No, it's all, it's all black. Oh boy. But, can I touch it? What? Why? Well, I just want to see, like, if it changed, like, it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, people get markings on them and it, like, puffs out the skin and stuff. So, like, you can tell, like, if a needle was in there, maybe something got at you at night, or... It did hurt while it morphed, sure, as I hold my arm out to Mercury. It's gonna, like, ruin my hand up, back and forth. So it's not a tattoo, then. It's a no. brand. I suppose that would be Yeah, give me a, 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 a medicine check, Mercury. Hell, hell. The temporary tattoo, you just start to smudge it off. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, there's your problem. Examining it, you feel Nix's smooth skin. There's no rise or soreness or inflammation. Nothing that would correlate to the tribal markings or tattoos that you've seen or experienced on 
others in your travels. This seems unusual. Man, this is some kind of god or titan magic or something. It seems she has been marked. But for what reason? Man, I sure hope it's a good mark. <laughs> I wouldn't consider it so. She well, mentioned... No. Perhaps I could help my friends. Well, that's a good but thing. It would, but it would come at a cost to me. Now that's and a bad thing. what it is. I don't know what that cost would be just yet. And I don't know exactly how well this help would go. Well, then perhaps we ought not use it. Perhaps. But it could benefit us on our quest. I do not want to simply throw away the option because it's daunting. We simply should because least... I don't understand it. We should at least use other options first. So is it like a curse? I suppose. Honestly, um, Theomos, you're before Versi, you were the only one that would even entertain any form of divination upon me. Other seers close their doors and mark the doorways as if to ward off evil when they see me. Well, you know, I, I I am a generous psychic. I mean, Nix, you ain't evil. I'd surely like to think I'm not, no, but it does seem something is watching over me and influencing the world around me specifically. Well, you're saying you got, like, bad juju or something? Huh, Juju. The Oracle did talk about how she could not even read your strand. There was something That's... that blocked even her vision. Well, I mean, she yes. might have told that much. It might you be would. the very same magic that occurred with you, too, Mercury. I could see there's a foreign element to your body, if you wish. What was that? If I wish, what? I could see if there is a foreign element to your body. That tattoo was created by something. Yes, that that would be helpful. Maybe well. we can figure out a way to get rid of it after all. <laughs> and sit. Nyx grabs her plate and sits in front of Sophia. I'll sit down in front of her as I start to uh, scrawl out a bit on the floor in between myself and her. As I just sort of draw my finger across the ground, you can see as it seems like the cracks of the ground seem to glow ever so slightly in this gray indention that's almost like a mist that sort of rises and then lays flat across the ground. As I draw strange articulate circles and figures seem to be, looks like divination magic, as I put my hand on your tattoo, as it seems like that gray mist flows out of my hand and across your arm, as I'm going to cast a little bit of Identify. Identify. 
over the next 10 minutes or so. All right. As you do that, uh, you can see uh, as you're going through that process and inferior you sit by Versi, as you do so, uh, Kyra uh, whispers a few words to uh, Versi, and Versi seems to look out at the, the group of you with a, a bit of concern, mostly at uh, Nyx. And then as you start beginning that process, um, you can see Kyra take out another this time much larger scroll case and just sort of watch you go through this process and just sort of jot things down scribbling on this scroll <sighs> it is quite strange a voice in the night imbuing you with something that <sighs> is not something I have heard of and I have heard I of believe. many things I believe this voice tried to kill me within the last year or so. What? Wait, 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 how, how does a voice kill you? Or try to kill you? Is this, not the voice when you itself. say the voice, do you refer to the woman we saw in our dreams? Yes, it's what I think. I was in a tavern in Mitros one night after a small quest just dealing with some bandits and the barmaiden had tripped over one of the chairs plates flying everywhere towards my direction and though i successfully dodged most of them shortly after a knife came straight from my head and instead embedded right next to my face in the back wall and when i consulted the five when I asked Valis to see if she could reveal what it was that happened, I heard giggling. Much like the giggling I had heard last night. As you that say that last a year ago. As you say that last bit, you can hear the, the quill scratching away at the scroll uh, to your left as Kyra's jotting things down. And as you say the knife came flying at your face and you could hear the giggling, you can with your sharp ears notice the quill stop for a moment before continuing and oh go ahead Mercury I mean it, is it crazy to think like you don't think that's like Lutheria or nothing in our dreams I mean that what she does don't it it would make sense to be Lutheria but I'm not sure. Mm. Lady well, of dreams, indeed. She's kind of a bitch. Bless my, her heart. My though. eyes stop and shoot over to Mercury. I mean, she didn't even ask permission to come in our dreams and harvesting some old man like that. Mercury, watch your tongue. Wait, you're inviting you, disaster upon yourself. Well, I mean, I hate to, you know, kind of ruin the surprise, but based on everything I've experienced, I've already had disaster. No one knows where I'm from, what happened to my family, my nation. I mean... Seems that the Titans plan on making whatever that is a lot worse. Well... They can pervade our dreams. 
It's Sounds like it's uh, it's our job to go take care of them. Then that's what you know. Versi said we'll just go take care of them. Easier said than done. Of course, it's easier said than done. But heck, anything that's worthwhile in this life is easier said than done. It still needs doing. That's right. Regardless of what must be done and what it is that we know, it is unwise to speak so foul and openly about the Titans. Well. We already have targets on our back. I'm sure they're going to know shortly that we are your chosen, Versi. I think they might already I'm sure know. they already do. No need to continuously invite their ire more so than we already have. As much as I agree, a, a too much respect for the Titans may may bring us unfortunate uh, conflict. I don't. I don't mean we should go about calling them foul names, but worship of them never leads one to good ends. Heck no, I mean, that's, that's why I worship Kira. I mean, at least she's good ish. She's nice. <laughs> Do you and see as, anything, Sophia? Yes, as uh, I'm gonna sort of have to bridge the gap because I don't want to tell you lol, it doesn't work, but. Because uh, I don't think, uh, I don't think it would work out with uh, the way identify is written. But I'll sort of give you something for taking a look. You don't see any particular spell affecting her, which is, I think, the limitations of identify. However, we'll sort of bridge the gap with a bit of detect magic as you look at this marking upon her, this black pattern, more detailed than you think really any normal hand would be able to do. Something this intricate is remarkably difficult. And you can see as your magic ritual comes to a conclusion, uh, a bit of a glow begin to emanate from it, just to you, Sophia, not to anyone else. You can see this sort of golden shimmer sort of run through it but that just seems to be what's on the surface underneath is this malevolent blue this pale light that your immediate association with is the color that most people's skin turn they die. The loss of life, the loss of blood, the secession of being. You pick up hints and bits of magic from this associated with not any one particular school, but essentially everything. It seems to be magic above your understanding but you sense a strong connection to death. 
more than anything. If you had not taken your time with it, if you had simply just looked quickly, you almost feel like it would have been perhaps frightening, but you are quite good at keeping yourself on an even keel, taking your time, but it is chilling nonetheless. Indeed. Your mark, it is not the magic of a mortal practitioner. It feels and looks of abjuration and necromancy, but that's not exactly correct. A layer above to protect that which is hidden beneath. It is very possible that you are marked for death. And like I said before, not from a simple individual's place. A creature of great power that shifts and melds the web of the magic of our world, the weave, in their own way, not known by our kind. I would make peace with whoever you do worship or respect. I don't think your time will last very long. to say I was surprised by that. Thank you. Well, I suppose that's why you're here. Right? Find an answer to this? Yes. I've had issues with this mark since I was a youngling. Members of my grove used to blame me for why everyone else went missing. A curse placed upon me, a punishment based on an act of kindness performed by my mothers. I don't know exactly how much of that is true or how much of that is wishful thinking, so that they had something to blame. It doesn't matter. It's here now, and it's still affecting me. With the power that lies here, I would advise you move quickly to find its cure. Well then, perhaps we should finish up and head off to Astoria. Seems that this is where I've been led to by the strings of fate. Moving away from it now is only going to be worse than it already is. I just give the nod and then step up from the ritual and start to walk away as all the, the gray symbols on the ground just sort of seem to float up off the ground, just dissipate into nothing. Yes, the, the food provided and drink are quite filling for the day ahead. As you see uh, coming out from where the grotto lets out into this little rise, this little uh, sort of cliffside vista that you can sort of that you've all been sitting at and looking out into uh from you can see the shuffling form of uh proteus the older gentleman who you all saved he seems to come up to you all with a bit of purpose and you can see something uh in his hand uh, 
Yeah, he sort of just comes up, leaning on a, a walking staff of sorts, as he's making his way up towards you all. Uh, chosen, chosen. Uh, just a few words before you leave. I, I wanted to give my thanks, and well, the future of Thylea may be bleak, but there is always hope. The people of this land will look to your actions as a sign of things to come. Seek neither fame nor fortune, but show them the true meaning of heroism. Make yourselves a beacon of light as we enter this time of darkness, and go with the blessing of this temple, as he seems to just sort of sigh in something in the, in the air and sort of finish it off and whoever is closest to him he sort of hands out this sort of uh this small uh sack to basically anyone who would take it and a gift as well as you can hear uh the clink of bottles within as he gives you all uh two more healing potions well i mean you know it We'll, we'll 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 do our best. Of course, of course. Now, if you'll forgive me, I need to set up some things for the afternoon. He sort of turns around slowly and shuffles his way back in into uh, the temple. Right. Can... Oh, oh, hey, Sophia. Um, I think there bottles in here or something. Right. I'll take it from. <sighs> Kyra sort of stands up, closing up a scroll and putting it on her side. Right. So we're heading to Astoria, right? Yes. Towards the west. Well. I'm ready. Rest you already? Yes. I suppose... After Kyra here tells us how we are to be funded. Well, two things on that. I am sure your adventures are going to find many a treasure, but I do believe I owe a few of you some golden arrows as she seems to just sort of reach behind herself and just pull them out almost seemingly from nothingness and hands the 25 GP arrows to those who had not received their payment in, in ordinary coin already. Did I receive my payment in ordinary coin? I think I'm the only one that did. How much does this thing weigh? Mm, like, the, it weighs, uh, I'd say like two pounds. Now, if I could have a word, listen to me. Forget what Proteus said. This is your chance to win fame beyond your wildest dreams. You want fame, right? Of course you do. <laughs> All great heroes want fame, and, well, fame is the path to immortality and whatever it is you want from the world. These great labors are only the beginning, I'm sure. The path ahead of you is 
filled with opportunities for winning fame. And I think if you truly manage to rise to your fates and confront the Titans, and poets like myself will sing of your deeds for ages to come. Speaking of which, I'm right. definitely going to be composing an epic poem about all of your exploits. <laughs> so exciting. Though, there is one tiny problem, though. You see, and that would be? The tricky thing about fame is, if you're not careful, one of you, and she sort of looks over at uh, Theamos and then Atreus, one of you may, may outshine all the others. And then all the stories will be about that one hero and how strong and valiant they are. And all the rest of you will be yesterday's news. And that Clearly. could cause problems. Well, I mean, that's fine with me. I don't need to be no shining beacon. Thamos, you want to do that, you, you can get all the credit. I don't care. I just want to go home. It is better if my name is not associated with this effort either way. You think so? It will only bring harm. I doubt that. I think as your name gets associated with this, trying to save the world, people are going to be more likely to help you. Couldn't we just benefit from Theomos and Atreus's fame? If we needed any connection that only they could get because what they are the fame? known heroes, wouldn't that suffice? Hmm. They might be willing to stick themselves out for whatever issues they have, but people only really care about the people that they really know. Things are tricky that way sometimes. I would encourage you all to, well, to swear an oath of fellowship. It's a sacred oath that'll bind you together in the spirit of solidarity so that when one of you wins fame, all of you will share in it. And, well, it's told among the more knowledgeable poets that the magic of that oath will protect you even against some of the dangers that lie ahead. Hell, I haven't heard about an oath of fellowship for a long time. Oh, so a powerful it. thing, not to be taken lightly. Yes. With all due respect, I kind of just met these people like two days ago. But he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But your fates are quite intertwined. She, Which she means not wrong. it seems we are entangled, one way or another. As Mercury, you would definitely know uh, the Oath of Fellowship by heart. It, it plays a part in some of the greatest uh, heroic tales of Thylea. Uh, the tale of uh, tale of Argos, the tale of Odysseus. It, it, is, it is a big deal and has always boded well for those that agree to it, that swear to it. Those that do not have always seemed to find themselves on the outside, often being forgotten to history. I mean, you know, I ain't gonna lie here. Oaths are a serious thing, but when it comes to oaths, the oldest fellowship, I mean, there's really only ever been good things coming from that. People getting recognized, people putting aside the differences to help them out for the greater good. I mean can't hurt I mean hell we're already gonna have the titans against us who might as well have the people for us 
I mean, I guess if there's no fiance. So, like, how, how do we do this? Do we, like, put all our blood in, like, a bowl? Do we make out? Do we have to be naked for this? I mean, I don't mind. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, yes. Mercury, you would, you would know it's hour, tradition. It's been an hour-long orgy that has to <laughs> No. <laughs> Mercury, you, you would know it's tradition uh, to, to repeat the words of the oath and to imbibe a libation of wine while uh, sort of interlocking arms with the people that you're you're drinking with. So you'd sort of pour to each other as uh, that would be the oath that you know. No now we all agree to cast the ring into the fire. <laughs> Thus is the fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. Hell. Do it, Paul, we gotta man. lose. What you say, Sophia? You have no intention of doing this? No. I am sorry, but I do not know any of you. My family holds a sacred oath that we would never break. Others take them more lightly, but I will not. To bind myself to others when I do not know their intentions is foolishness. To bind myself to someone seeking to topple titans is foolishness without knowing more. We could all be signing an oath to sacrifice ourselves for the wishes of someone we do not know. There is no trust here besides blind faith. That is not a trust I'm willing to take. Well, perhaps... Perhaps it would behoove our quest to take the time here to get to know each other so that we can swear this oath before we move on. We were promised a vision, yes. As I look at Kira, we drank of the dragon's horn. From the horn of Bulmateria? Yes. Yes. Though I do not know what it'll show you. I will reconsider after we drink of the horn. If the vision we see there truly shows us of what we are to do. But right now, we are living in vagaries. To forge weapons. For what? What kind of weapons? Are we truly saying that we are going to stand before the Titans and cut at them with swords until we save the world? We don't even know what we are doing. And I will not become an Oathbreaker. But it's not a swear the oath at all. I mean, it's not an oath to save the world. It's simply an oath to look after those you travel with. But if you don't trust anyone, if you don't want anyone looking after your back, so be it. I guess we could just, like, put this on the back burner for now. Come back to it later when we've been together for more than, like, a week. Great. 
I mean, I don't, I don't want you swearing no oath you ain't comfortable with, Sylvia. I mean, if you've already sworn an oath, that, that's some heavy stuff right there. I respect that. You gotta follow your oath that you swore. If you ain't ready, you ain't ready. Thank you. I agree. Wait and see what it is we agree upon, and then decide if we will make the oath then. Please, can you make it like off, off, off the lists? Uh, I think for the time being, uh, Theamos, uh, yes, but maybe later. Are you sure you offer. don't like your dad? What is that supposed to mean? You two may have more I'm, in common than you know. I'm sure we will find some lovely brothels in Astoria for you, Theamos, if you are so desperate to get naked. <laughs> I don't understand this desire for nakedness. <laughs> I mean, is it well, different than just not liking clothes? I mean, aren't, aren't, like, almost all dryads usually, like, don't wear clothes? Oh, I certainly don't like clothes much. I wear them because the Amazons told me I should, but I don't understand why Samus would need a, a brothel to get naked. It's an implication of fornication. Of what? Yeah, that, th that's where you go and have sex. And Nyx is just looking at Inferia with like the biggest "Oh, honey" <laughs> look on her face. Well, I mean, do dry don't matter. I'm so confused by you mortals. What? What is this human sex? <laughs> well, I would think. Uh... Oh, wait, that's uh... a long conversation, but. We can explain on the road. That's right. Oh, yeah. well, very well. God, who <laughs> is baby made? Man, the fucking hula hoops ah! I went through to fucking figure out how the fuck nymphs have babies was too much. Which, which handout is that in? Which one is the home rules for sex with nymphs? I'm there. I won't talk about it. Well, sex with nymphs is pretty ordinary, but having children with nymphs is. I don't know. Have you played Mass Effect? You have a pretty good idea. Of <laughs> sort of how it's done. Love each other very much. It's sort of should, like should, a, I, should I pull up my fatal rules for what, what I roll for my yeah. you know? No, it's sort of like uh, you know what? Who, who are those? Who are those people, Mel? The Asari. Asari. Yeah, it's those a lot people. like yeah, it's the a lot Asari. like uh, having a child with an Asari. But that is enough of that. Asari can have with anybody. Yeah, so can nymphs. Exactly. Just go around Wait a second. Earth. Exactly. Why? Well, I wonder what kind of apples they make. That's why, like, you nope. look at Versi, ah. she's a child of Sidon, and she's Oh, no, it's pollen season. Oh, no. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait. Am I really? What? I just yep. <laughs> As, uh, Versi would... Uh, give her blessings so she can see you all preparing to leave and then coming to you Imferia 
I know you have an arduous journey ahead of you, niece, <laughs> but know that I'm always looking out for you and I have a feeling I'm not the only one. She just rests a hand on your cheek. I thank you, aunt. I am reluctant to leave so soon after meeting you. However, the quest calls. Indeed it does. Who do you mean, not the only one? If I may ask. Your mother sacrificed herself to bring you into the world safely, and I remember your grandmother. She did not go quietly when faced even with Sidon. She just pulls you into a hug. Imperia just enjoys the hug. You can hear her parting words whisper to you. If you ever find yourself truly lost, just follow your heart, Imperia. It will not lead you astray. Thank you. And with that, he flows back over to the entrance to the temple, more or less just sort of waiting to watch you all depart. As Ed and Octavia had been brought around uh, quite a while earlier. It's 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 Eddie. It's not. Oh, Ed. is it Eddie? Ed, Ed Ed is his father's name. Ed Ed the horse. Yeah. Oh my lord, Mr. Ed. Eddie. Gotcha. Yeah, you still have not answered the question of funding. Trinkets aside. I thought she Funding. implied that we would. We it's would this be expedition going to be sent out with nothing. With faith alone. I mean, we got each other. Faith alone. We kill the hog. And sleep and travel. Need equipment, repairs. We need money. Well, I am sure a healthy and notably powerful group of Mythios such as yourself are going to attract quite a bit of attention. I'm sure there are going to be people who want to pay for your assistance. Sponsors. So no aid. The ones you sent out in the world to save it. <laughs> what do you do here now? Wait and hope for good news. To me? You and your master within. Oh, I mean, well, Versi isn't really my master, per se. We just go I don't care. ways back. But if Wait, you're you hoping... Wait, you coming with us? Of course. 
right, then. Poem. Get cannot let this pass up. And I uh, can't say that I have oh. the coffers to bankroll the entire thing, I if that's what you're it. asking. I get it. I get it. We're, we're, we be your muse. I get that. So we are paid in poetry. There's words way Good poetry. World Never mind. Don't, Sophia, we'll find ways to make lots of money. Being famous definitely helps. We can find sponsors in Astoria. I'm yeah, sure there are those... I'm sure the priests of the five, the temples of the five, would be willing to support a battle against the titans to preserve the worship of the five. You have to understand. My family have been artists for years and years. When someone promises to pay you an exposure, well... That's not always the best form of payment. I, I've been there. I've done that. But if they have nothing to give, if their faith in us is so shallow, then so be it. I don't particularly care. I was simply going to hunt for hides and sell my wares when we got to the city along the way. I assume there's people that will maybe need monster killing there or to get payment from. I do not think it fair to call their faith shallow if they cannot pay us. I think it is worth noting that we are just assigned this task, and if they were to believe in it fully, without us having done anything to prove that we can do this, I do believe it is fair to call it shallow. We have nothing to really show that we will be the chosen heroes. We only have the words of the Oracle, which weighs very heavily for many. But it seems Sophia relies more on proof versus words. Exactly. Words and promises are a very cheap thing. She swore no oath to us. What oath would she swear? She gave us her prophecies. If she truly believed in what we were doing, this position, would you not give everything you had, even your own life, for even the slightest improvement at its success? Sometimes it is not the place in the quest for one to give their life. Sometimes their place in the quest is elsewhere. Just because she is not joining us in this fight does not mean she doesn't believe in it. And her place is probably better here, where she can safely watch over events as they unfold. If she needed to send us messengers because she had another vision, it is more beneficial to us than if she were dead. She yeah. also probably just can't fight. I mean, that's kind of obvious. I mean, those guys like a... in that temple weren't very strong. I'm not asking her to wade into combat with us. What I've seen, expeditions for far less things, financed with more than simply 300 gold pieces and a promise. And poetry. 
My poetry is pretty good. Truck me! Got him! God damn it, I've been saying the goal the whole time. And they have suggested the solution of sponsors. It is not that they give us nothing, it is that they have given us all they have. I'm simply stating that I put as much faith into this as they put into us. Well... Well then, perhaps, for these sponsors that we need to acquire, we need to give them proof beyond words. But we cannot do it from this temple, so are we ready to go? Yes. Hell yeah, we're ready to go. As Nyx hops onto her horse and gives Octavia a little kick to start going. Off we go. Indeed. Don't be too grumpy, Sophia. I don't mind paying for the first date. I'm not grumpy. <laughs> I'm just trying to find the reality of where we stand. The reality of it is, Sophia, we don't entirely know. We just have a prophecy from the Oracle and a couple of quests that it is we need to do. Until we further investigate these leads, we will not know. Until we get to Astoria, we will not know. It is very difficult to discuss when there is very little information placed in front of us. I mean, I, I mean, the whole thing is we're gonna go save the world. We'll figure it out. So if we don't save the world, we don't save the world. I mean, no big deal. Well, the dragon horn. You'd prefer to do that one first, I presume. What yeah. weapons are good to us if we do not know what they are built for? She got a point. We gotta figure out what that oracle couldn't figure out. Alright, so... So, like, what's what's in Astoria? I haven't been too far from Estros. Mitros. Mistyos. <laughs> Mistrios. It is not a city I have spent much time in. I've passed through there a couple of times, made... Plenty of trips between Astoria and Mitros. It's an ancient stronghold. It's resisted centuries of attacks by centaurs, cyclops, manticores, other dangers that uh, thrive on the steps beyond the Arkenline River. The king of Astoria, however, is Pythor, Theomos. That will not be a problem, will it? I'm sorry, what? Pythor. She said your daddy there. Is the king of Astaria. Yes. Now, perhaps we won't actually ever run into him. So he may not be anything to worry about. He's never visited. Where were you living? I mean, to be fair, he probably... He has a kingdom to run. He probably doesn't know... Does he know about you? Where's that too? 
Maybe, maybe not. But I'll make them now. Right. All right. So if I get arrested, you know, good luck, guys. I do not recommend getting into trouble. Astoria is very well known to hold some of the greatest warriors and mystios of this age. So please, do not make a fool of yourself in there. No promises. Indeed. Cool travel following a, a quite clear road it almost seems remarkably easy your travels it's pretty much a straight shot from uh the back of the temple of the oracle to astoria cut between the low rising hills before the mithril mountains it makes your travels quite quick and easy after about four hours or so you sort of get down to uh, areas where the road seems to sort of branch off to uh, in different directions, seeming to lead off to small hamlets and the like off in the distance. Uh, at some point, you get to a southern road that uh, most of the well-traveled would know uh, will used to run uh, to Mitros before the spread of the old wood across the Archelon River. Makes it a much more treacherous path, but it is still traveled by those who need to get to Mitros quickly. Um, as you make your way between the cliffs of what looks like a very large and expansive uh, rocky gorge, you're coming around now, actually able to see Astoria off in the distance and coming to its southern gate, which Nyx you would know is the least uh, guarded in traditionally. It's usually where merchant caravans uh, ferry their goods in and out of the city. Uh, but the northern gate up on the other side of the river uh, facing up towards the steps, that is the, uh, the famous gate of Astoria, the bastion that protects this city nestled in the cliffs of this gorge against those that would see to burn it down to the ground. A stone fortress that protects the town from any dangers that come from the steps. And you know that houses and taverns and shops of all kinds sprawl down after that fortress, filling up much of the gorge and making up the city. Just <clears throat> Brendan closes roll 20. <laughs> Brendan, no! Hello, come back! I'm going to run to the restroom while he disappeared. Sorry, right, my legs are falling asleep. So, Kyra, Kyra, which one is it? Kyra, she says with a it's smile Kyra. and a wink. Though I have been called Kira on many occasion. Are you a well-known, I guess liaison to the oracle so just kind of realize we have no proof that we're the oracle's chosen uh i am a very well-known poet and well artiste and i am known to have a connection with the oracle a history if you will a positive so if, she adds so, right. so if, if we walk in there 
and say that where the oracle's chosen and we have you, are they likely to believe us? I would think so. Not to mention, for a few of you, you're quite, well, to put this lightly, weird? You kind of stand out. Especially <laughs> you, and you, and basically all of you, actually. Wait, like, like in a good way? Possibly. In a, in a kind mean, of way that make people look at us, whether good or bad, or simply out of curiosity. Yeah, but I mean, like, I had a buddy once, his name was Jim, and he had, like, a lazy eye, and everybody looked at him, but... I mean, you don't want people looking at you because you got a lazy eye. Some of us like a fighting champion, others like lepers. I, I'd rather be looked at like a fighting champion. <laughs> Maybe allowed that. How long does it take us to travel to Astoria? Is it like uh, a day travel? It's like, it's more or less less than a day. You're able to travel quite quickly on the okay. not truly paved, but well-worn road. Um, as it's coming on probably about five, maybe six-ish in the afternoon or in the evening. Um, and approaching the city from the south, uh, you come across now, as you're getting quite close, a caravan of merchants who are also headed towards Astoria. Um, and with them are the first, well, besides Eddie and Octavia, the first, like, domesticated farm animals you've seen in quite some time, a herd of bony oxen lumbering along the dusty road. They seem tired and not really well fed. The merchants also seem tired, and they greet you on the road wearily. You can hear them talking amongst themselves about the various goings-on uh, nearby. One of them complaining about how they're just running out of livestock, exhausted by these sacrifices demanded by Sidon. And they continue to talk about things that are transpiring in the area amongst themselves. <sighs> I heard that we lost Brachnia and two a cyclops across the river and burned down his farm. Uh, did his kids get away? I haven't seen them. I doubt it, though. As they continue on, just a little bit ahead of you, you can see the city itself proper and the southern gates. So I guess the first thing that we should do when we get there is find it in. I guess it's, it's already getting relatively late. I don't know, maybe explore for the rest of the day. Punch my father in the face, and then well, I mean, tomorrow, I... set off to find the horn. Well, you, you you should probably punch him in the face tomorrow. Perhaps not punch him in the face. Rest a bit. I'll look into what exactly the horn is. Is it is it not just the horn? Not. If we were to drink from it, it probably is some sort of vessel. You continue up 
you see yourself on your left hand side, just a stream of ruins wrapping around the river of the Archelon, the old ruins of Astoria, places that have been long abandoned, unable to be properly defended from, <sighs> well, from the forces of Sidon and Lutheria over the many centuries. Astoria has compressed itself into its gates, famously building up some of its buildings to be larger than those in other cities, sometimes two or even three stories, reinforcing their materials with strong metals and alloys harvested by the dwarves. Astoria is becoming more of a vertical city than a horizontal one, like Mitros. Now, Ooh, you are down at the southern gate down here. Coming in, you can see a sort of side shot of what the city looks like in connection with the uh, the actual gorge and river running through it. Ooh, number of labels. Indeed, quite a number of things throughout the city of Astoria. God, that horse is huge compared to you. Yeah, big horse. It's like as big as a house. I've been alive for 500 years, and in that time I've been breeding the largest of horses. <laughs> no. <laughs> ah! So do you like... Is it just like an open gate or people in front of it or anything? Yeah, so coming to the gate itself. Uh, da, 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 yeah. You can see that this gate is bustling with merchants and travelers, many of whom pull heavy carts behind them. And you can see there's just a pair of bored looking soldiers guarding on either side as they move through. I guess uh, be the easiest people to ask. I'll uh, I'll walk up to one of them. Just kind of try to wave my hand, get their attention. Excuse me. Uh, yes, what is it? Some of us, or most of us, I guess, are new here. Where's the nearest inn? Uh, looking for a place to stay. That's not a problem. Uh, you just head uh, up a ways from here, past the Agora. It'll be on your left-hand side. You can't miss it. It's really large. The Dragon's Tooth. It's one of the few brick buildings in Astoria. Don't cause any trouble while you're here or there. What trouble? Uh, one last question. How easy is it to you know get an audience with the king? Oh, no. You can see him sort I of just like wanna talk. look at you and look you up and down. Right now, right now is probably going to be a bad time. 
Pythor, last I heard, is consorting with his Sinoikosmos. They are the nobles of the city. Founding family, as it were. Though if you have a grievance with him, I am sure he will hear it. Speak to a noble. If you can find one. Wonderful. Thank you for your time. As I'll just walk right past him. Yeah, and um, Mercury, uh, you would know that the the dragon's tooth is actually quite famous. It is basically the place to stay in Astoria, both due to its immense size and history. It is one of the oldest buildings in the city, one of the first places ever founded, uh, and takes up a large section of the entire city uh, and is quite nice. It has a very strong reputation for good drink and excellent food. Um, entertainment, in your experience, has been, eh, let's say, as of late, kind of hit or miss. You've definitely seen better performers uh, stake their claim in Mitros, but Mitros has much more stiff competition. If you can be famous in the Dragon's Tooth, well, you know your coffers will never be light as a singer or performer. Well, down this way. Oh, you've been to the Dragon's Tooth before. Hell yeah, I've been to the Dragon's <laughs> Tooth before. Yeah, as you would know, uh, the Dragon's What's Tooth. The dragon's Tooth. It's the end. A tray, a tray, you, you catching up? No, I'm not. <laughs> That's why I was like, go. That's why I was like, go. Expecting people to click through during the game? What are you, crazy? Yeah. Copy and paste the Gregory speech. I feel like if I go in those gates, I'll never come out again. <laughs> Turns around and leaves. Yeah, as you would know, is, is Mercury. Number eight or number nine? You would know that the dragon's tooth is number eight, and it is. Can you see my ruler? Am I on the right oh, layer? Hell yeah, I can see your ruler. Look at that big old beast. That whole complex is the dragon's tooth. That whole spread, it is massive. Right, it's is up here ways. It's pretty massive. It's like, I mean, it's big. I'm gonna die. <laughs> As we're walking through, is there anything like prominent? Uh, yeah. Building shop specific type shop. As you're walking through here, um, you're mostly just passing through a lot of like uh, houses and residential areas. This is like a sort of living quarters area that you're passing through here. Uh, You can see that these groups of buildings are sort of walled off from the rest of the city and they are simple stone houses for some of them. And some of them are structured into these multi-story group housings, uh, a lot like our modern conception of apartments. Again, Astoria taking advantage of the vertical space uh, going upwards. Uh, but it's mostly just that here. Why did the music cut off? What was that? What the? What the? I hear it. Oh, the Trace heck? climbed the mountain. Oh, he's back. Right. If you look down that way, token. you got you got the amphitheater right down there oh, no. by the Can river. Can I not hear you guys anymore? Are you guys saying something? 
Can you hear yes. us? Yeah, I can't hear you. Yeah. <gasps> he can't Hold hear us. Well, all right. There we, we go. won. God. Good job. Oh, uh, did your headset did did your headset just die? Yeah, on just you? straight up disconnected. No yeah. Now, as you're passing through there, um, now you're actually hitting the Agora, the main market of Astoria. And you can see well-trodden streets. So give me a second. Do, 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 do. All of the handouts. Uh. Handouts? Yeah. Well, I, was just, I was just pointing out the amphitheater oh. down the way. You can, see, you can see Eddie and Mercury right there, except he doesn't have wings. <laughs> Look at that, well. it's an ass. <laughs> Yeah, you can see the well-trodden streets of Astoria converge at this central agora here. Uh, a motley assortment of stalls litter the area. Um, you can see canopies of fine silk and stacks of wooden crates filled with food. You notice a distinct lack of meat. Mostly vegetables and grains and breads and the like. Uh, and the merchants of stalls seem to be vying to your, both your attention um, and to the attention of those shopping nearby. Come, come, get yourself some fresh bread. As you see, um, one man peddling bread off to your left, and you see another man, he seems to be wearing, like, not tattered, but worn armor, leather with some metal protections on it here and there, and you can see a strange looking necklace in his hands golden chain with these large orange red orbs on the end of it take this get the power to destroy all your enemies one gold piece only one gold piece take it take it gold piece Nick's, uh, Nick's keeps what's her a gold eyes. piece sir i got one drop does he does he sound like that's a sorry go, go ahead next Nyx just keeps her eyes straight ahead and just lets her horse keep going forward, not acknowledging any of them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over to that man. I'm gonna say, sir, what's going on here? Ah, you, you look like a, a healthy mystiosis. Could keep you safe, my friend. It is, well, it is a necklace that wields fire unlike anything else. And it can be yours right. for only one drachmi. Right. I'm gonna look over this fella. Does he look like he's homeless? Uh, he looks He looks emaciated more than anything. He looks really hungry. He looks like he doesn't look homeless. His clothing and stuff looks pretty decent. He looks like he has perhaps some wealth to him, but he just looks really thin. Like you notice his chest and uh, upper body, the armor seems to fit properly, but you notice you look down at his stomach and you can see it's actually sort of loose. You can see like a bit of wind uh, just sort of blow at you, a breeze, and it sort of pushes his leather in towards his stomach. Well. He looks at you can with I see hungry it? Can eyes. Can I hold it here real quick? Just take a gander at it? Sh sh sure. You want to take a look at it? Like I said, it's only one drachmi. Look, what does this thing look like? I got a thingy, I think. Fairly certain I got a thingy. Let me see. Did I make a thing? Yeah. I did. I did make a thing. Whoa. <laughs> How do I show just that must this? Be, that must be real then if you made a thing for it. I know, yeah. That's how, that's how things work, right? Yeah. Edit as copy 
Oh wait, hold on. Yeah. I'll just do that. And a little bit of that. Make of that. Yep. Bop. As I'm super watching the podcast are so confused. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. As I'm trying to bring up the wonderful art that I have here for my good player John, so we can take a gander at what it is uh this man has handed him. Yeah, yeah, and boom. That is what you see. This golden chain with large red orbs dangling from it. Simply pluck an orb off and toss it to your foes. They will not know what has struck them. Just yours for one drachmi. Well, you, I mean, this is pretty dang nice. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know what? You know what I'm going to do for you, friend? I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you... Uh, I'm going to give you drop me for this bad boy right here. No, 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 no. Sir, sir! Did you see what? someone racing over to you and this man, this woman who seems to have a look of worry and concern on her face, long black hair with a distinct gray streak going down the front? No, do, do not buy that from Klaus. Do not what? buy it, sir. Why? As you can see, sort of Klaus just looks down at the ground. You can see, you can, he- you can almost hear him just curse down. Klaus is cursed. He is cursed for stealing that from the necropolis. Oh, he stole it. A grave robber he is. Give it back to him. Let the curse pass to you if you buy it. Oh, I see how you is. All right. Is I'm going to hand him back the, uh, the necklace as, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like slide a gold piece into his hand too, because he looks down on his luck. I'm gonna let him keep it. You can hear him cry as you take the gold piece. You can see like tears sort of run down his face. <laughs> so hungry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> he sort of just begins to sort of stumble off, taking your drachmi and just sort of looking at it, still hopeless as he shuffles off trying to find somebody else coming into the city for the first time trying to pedal off what's your name ma'am i am adriana well i appreciate that i didn't think they let grave walkers grave robbers really you know live he will not live for much longer he has to he has to sell that necklace to someone and they have to know the curse that afflicts him. He is cursed by the gods and as long as he has that necklace he is unable to eat. Everything he eats will turn to dust and he will starve until he is no more. Well that's just... That's why I don't go rob no graves. So what if someone buys it without knowing about the curse? I think there was a Mystheus, a large one, a centaur that was coming through, I want to say a week or so ago that purchased it. But as I understand it, Klaus woke up with it again the next day. 
curses are powerful things. Yes, ma'am. I, I can't help but notice. I mean, where's all the meat? Uh, things are quite yeah. difficult. Sidon. I, I heard merchants, yes, merchants mentioning an increase in sacrifices to Sidon. I presume that is the majority of their livestock and thus most of the meat that would be sold here. Yes, and even my farm is experiencing now a drought. Lord of Storms is withholding rain from the region as well. I heard a rumor. She sort of steps in a bit closer to you two. Something has gone wrong with the king as well. Something... Do you know exactly? Like what? I, I do not. I have heard he is mad with grief and anguish. It reminds me of... Time of trouble. Not too long ago. It's only been... I want to say maybe 10 years. Those were dark times too, and he, he seems worse than even then. God, do I remember what might have happened in Astoria 10 years ago? Anything that yeah, I might have Passing heard? through, uh, go ahead and give me a history check just to see if you happen to coincidentally line up with the troubles in Astoria 10 years ago. Eight. Eight, Six, 16. Five. Yep, Nyx, you remember hearing that there was some issue in Astoria, but I think most likely, I think you were passing through or just selling uh, some hides to bring back money to uh, an older sister slash mother figure of yours. But Mercury, you distinctly recall the troubles in Astoria about a decade ago, a time when the guards and all those under the king's command seemed to be just getting exhausted. He seemed to be marching them across the lands to some unknown purpose. Something that did not, well, turn up any results. And you remember it was about a six month or so campaign and the city was tense and Hell, the festivals that would have been put on were delayed. Basically, there was not any real happiness in the city. And Pythor, upon his return from this campaign, he seemed different. And people talked about the smile being gone from his face. And he seemed to just sort of retreat into his uh, palace. Things seemed to the, uh, return to normal, but no one really knows what happened exactly. What was the campaign called? Uh, it didn't really have a name. It was actually kind of different than a traditional uh, like military operation. They didn't seem to be striking out against the steps. The Oath of Peace was in full effect at the time. They seem to be on the hunt for something. Wait, this, this don't, like, is this worse than the, the smilest hunt? Hmm. 
Go ahead and get yourself a point of inspiration for that. I'll take that. I like it. A little world building. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yes. It is twofold. There is a tenseness amongst the city. The guards at the north gate are more numerous than the normal and I have heard rumor of centaurs gathering nearby in record numbers. Tribes that are from far further north are much too close. I know some people are thinking of leaving the city, scared that they may be under siege soon. Well, I, I appreciate the insight, I really do, and help me not buy something from a grave robber. Of course, of course. You always gotta be wary of uh, deals that seem a bit too good to be true. But I do have a deal that is not too good to be true if you're interested in some fresh bread. <laughs> you're starting to see me with a smile. How much your bread? Don't what are you talking about? As uh, they, almost, they almost comes up with uh, an armful of bread. Oh, you got bread. <laughs> he got, he's got bread. I mean, we're going to the Dragon's Tooth as well. I mean, they if got you... pretty good rolls in there. How much is bread? <sighs> Um, just normal bread, um, just like a lepta or two. I'll, I'll buy like a ten. <laughs> uh, and as you come up, Theomos, um, holding these loaves of bread, you can see this woman with her, not necessarily middle age, but she's older, but she sort of looks at you as you come up, and you see her sort of just like brush her hair out of her face. Um... Hi. <laughs> did did you uh want some bread as well? <laughs> well, I guess you have plenty. Um as you can see her just get Nick, quite flustered looking at you. Nick Nick beckons for Inferia to come over and just leans down from her horse. I think this would be quite entertaining to watch. I mean, um, Thermos, we were, she was telling us about how uh Pythor, he's a He's really sad and like depressed and locked away and like he just ain't you know like doing real well and there's like Aww, an army of centaurs. Baby. What happened? Well, because there's like this army of centaurs to the north that might like siege a city and such, but apparently he's just he's just joyless. I don't know. It's all recluse and whatnot. Maybe Homestar was up to death. As you're standing there holding uh, this bread, you can see over uh, to the left of your gathering, you can see, uh, where, the, where the heck is he? You can see Atreus sort of just, uh, what are you doing, Atreus? In the Agora. Uh, he's just gonna keep walking to the dragon tooth. He doesn't really care. Okay. Yeah, as you're making your way past people, trying to make your way over to the Dragon's Tooth, it's a big place. You really can't miss it. But uh, you see, like, this small kid sort of front up to you, Atreus. Mistyos! 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 Mm. He just looks down. <laughs> and he sort of looks up at you in your presumably gleaming armor and shield, looking quite strong and hardy. Mistyos! What's the biggest and scariest monster you've ever killed? How's the kid look again? Oh my. He looks 
It's just maybe, like, it's like stars in his eyes. Yeah, he looks like a 10 year old uh-huh. kid, just like loves mm. stories about heroes. He looks like the archetypal child. Yep. Going, can't let it hit deep then. Cursed. Big Milo energy. Yeah, big Milo energy. There you go, that's what we're listening to. When I was a farmer, I tended to my flock and my sheep with the help of my grandmother. One night we heard many bars from the sheep, lots of complaining. I go out to investigate and the largest she-wolf you have ever seen comes growling out. And when there's only one wolf, they hunt in packs. You know she's dangerous. She must have been as high as that mountain over there. She, as he points to the random mountain, I don't know. You could probably like see one over the sightlines, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But then her wake was an even larger cyclops. His <laughs> eye was as big as dinner plates. He was massive. Towering over the entire house. So uh-huh. I took my spear and I took aim. I will spare you the bloody details, but I still wear that she wolf's pelt. Although I left it at home. Oh, I wish I could have seen that pelt. That's a really cool story. What? What? What's your name? I am just a soldier, little one. As he just ruffles his hair. <laughs> I am Mateo. It is. Well, I hope you defeat many more monsters. <laughs> I'm sure you will, though. You look really strong, so uh, I'm sure it'll work out for you. I hope so, too. As the kid seems to sort of run back to a, a group of other gathered small children, maybe two or three in number, and you see him just sort of talking to them excitedly and then pointing over at you. Beautiful uh, fan club. As go ahead and also get yourself a point of inspiration, Atreus. And after this sort of transpires, you all are able to sort of make your way from the Agora a bit further past some of the further down the street, but it seems to get more crowded as you've entered the city proper and see travelers and citizens mingling about, exchanging goods and gossip and guards lining the street in various positions of overwatch. And Inferia, you've been more or less keeping to yourself. And as you've sort of been looking around, you can see that these guards, they sort of have this sort of stoic facade to them. Your experience Mm -hmm. with people uh, and Nyx as well. Both of your experiences with people sort of allow you a bit of insight. You can see 
that they're definitely restless about something. And then you, you notice up ahead, a decent detachment of hoplites seem to be moving towards the Agora from the north. Eight in number, one of which bearing an officer's insignia as he seems to be moving towards your group. Well. Is our group together? Like, it sounded like we got split up. Yeah, it sounded like you we guys, ended up getting... You guys are like... I would say, uh, for the purposes of this, you guys are like not necessarily on top of each other, but you're just as you've been trying to make your way through to the dragon's tooth, even if you were just like bobbing and weaving, trying to get there as quickly as possible, uh, you'd still be in the Agora as this is happening. So it's kind of it's kind of like when everybody goes on a field trip and we're like along the same line, just yeah. looking at different stuff. Okay. And the Agora these, is the marketplace. Right. Yeah, this whole area. All right. And, and do they look like they're deliberately approaching our group or they just so happen to be going? They do us? look like they're deliberately approaching the majority of you. Menacing. Not oh, menacing, but with with purpose. Well, I, I'm going to I'm just going to I'm going to wave. Mm. I am Xander. <sighs> An officer. Howdy. Hello to you as well, sir. You, you match the description of the Oracle's chosen ones. This rumor spreads quite quickly, and I think... Wow, that's fast. I think I actually remember Magic. seeing... Seeing you before. You're, you're Mercury, are you not? That's right, and you're Xander. You're, I think you're, one of the, you're like in charge of some of the guards around here, ain't you? I am, but I think I've seen you before at a performance in Mitros. Uh, but that is That's, no matter. Oh, yeah. As what can we do for you? Word has reached the palace, and the king wishes to see you all. Oh, is it? Thamos! Thamos! Yes, Everyone the king wants to see us all. And just to just to clarify for a bit of uh, narrative bridging, do recall a lot of you are at the start of this before you even met each other. Pretty well known. Most of you have some accomplishment or some uh, factor to your lives that gives you a bit of notoriety, both in your description, appearance, and who you are uh, throughout most of the settler lands already. That is why you were level three because you are already extraordinary compared to most people so uh does the king need us like right now or like tomorrow or uh that would be most beneficial yes i do not wish to return to him empty-handed oh, no, i no, think not. there was a larger number of you as i'd heard went the i think eight of you eight no no, I, I mean, six. I mean, if you count the the donkey and not, I and the do horse, not count your beast of burden. Not, I mean. Do you know what the other two were meant to look like? Well, you don't think they're talking about Darius and Ivis, do you? I suspect <laughs> not. No, a man, large in stature, covered in large tattoos, wielding 
a great big axe. Perhaps some things have been conflated or mixed up, but I know a few of you match the description. If you could gather the rest of you and follow behind me. Sophia I, I, or Sophia? Yeah, I'm looking looking around for Sophia. Top my horse. I'm over by uh, Atreus. Does he seem to be the one heading towards the uh, the inn and not getting stopped by random Mark the Good? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fly up a little bit, like 15 feet up in the air, and be like, "Hey, Atreus, Sophia, get we got We're an invite." For us. I don't think that was nearly loud enough above all the mic vendors. Yeah, we keep walking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mic vendors I mean, are pretty loud, not going to lie. I'll send Darius uh, to like fly forward. He's pretty fast. He's like 40 feet of movement. Wait, I also have message. There's a... I cast a message I was about to, say, does, uh, to Sophia. Does, does John <laughs> actually not have his favorite spell in the game? No, because I don't have a cantrip yet. Sophia, you and Atreus should fall back. We've been summoned to meet the king. Understood. Atreus, we're being called. Boy, something happened. Apparently, they've been intercepted by followers of the king. They've been called on and asked for us to go as well, I suppose. Audience with the king. Mm. All right. Sorcerers don't get thaumaturgy, Jordan. Oh, it's a spell sniper. Yeah, but you need to. You can only take a spell that has an attack roll. Oh, is that? Oh, right? I should have took magic initiate. Thaumaturgy <laughs> attacks my ears. Yeah, it does. There you go. That's a pretty good argument. As this group of hoplites. Uh, they seem as you all begin to gather up, you can see a lot of them, save for Xander, to sort of look at you uh, with a degree of reverence. Uh, their arms and armor are of modest make, and they seem to sort of not really be in awe, but just this is them. And seems to sort of be the overall uh, feel that you get from them as as you gather, and Xander seems to step off. Uh, Further north, past the uh, the Dragon Tooth Inn, up a ways, before leading off further. Come on, Eddie! Damn it, Eddie! Again, as you make your way through Astoria, you can see that tenseness amongst some of the people. Uh, and this sort of degree of unease and discomfort, but, well, as you are led into the palace of Astoria, we're going to take a quick break before we begin the next scene. As I use the restroom and it's, it's a good time to take a break anyway. So we'll be right back in just a few moments. Do, 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 do. 
Oh, right, everyone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it is regicide. As uh, John was cracking a joke about being ready for the game to end, as Theomos is going to kill the king. So, uh, thanks for hanging in there for the break, but we are back. So, we're going to go ahead and resume play here. Just give me a few moments to bring us back on over. And uh, once again, ascent the moon. Yeah, let's do, 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 do. All right. So, as you all are making your way up the uh, steps towards this, towards the king's palace, you can see this once great Astorian palace looms high over the city. You can see it as you are walking even towards the steps. You can see large windows letting in large amounts of sunlight. And there is just a sense of gloom that is settled in the place. As the guards lead you in past the gates, escorting you uh, deeper into the palace, you walk the halls and you can see evidence of the court's past glory. You can see precious artifacts dating back to the first war and extravagant tapestries that show tales of Astoria's history. And even some depictions of King Pythor and grand adventures. But after a point through this long hall you're walking through, you notice a distinct absence, just an abrupt cutoff. There is no more relics or trophies of conquest, no more tapestries depicting great battles or far off journeys. It's just empty. Hangings to hold on to tapestries already erected upon the walls, but nothing draped from them. The palace is simple in design and quite different for those of you who have ever seen the Mitrosian palace, which is much more extravagant. You're guided to a single great hall, which you can smell and hear is flanked by side chambers for kitchens and servant quarters and the like. And as you are guided now from this hall to the throne room, you can see Pythor, standing tall and proud, wearing gleaming mithril armor that seems to thrum with magic and wielding a spear in one hand that crackles with lightning. He seems to be attempting to inspire a group of nobles gathered before him. Worry not, we have rebuffed the hordes of the north before and we shall do so again. Historia has not fallen in battle since I became king, and it will not now. We'll send Sidon's forces scrambling across the Archelon with their tails between their hooves. One of the nobles chimes in. But my Basileus, my king, we had much greater numbers of trained men then, and for a time you fought alongside them. Now, with the oath of peace, won't things... Worry not about such trifle things. <laughs> I have a plan, and we will know victory. You, see, you can see him look past the group gathered around him at you all at the far end of the throne room walking up. Now I see the oracle is chosen have arrived. And so, my Cosmos, leave me to speak with them. 
And as you enter into the throne room proper and see attendants around begin to withdraw, whispering nervously amongst themselves, the nobles following in quick after, looking to each other, looking back to Pythor, some of them looking at you as they make their way out of the throne room. The guards follow suit, and shortly it is just you all, Kyra, and the king. Once the room has emptied and the chamber doors are shut, you can see the king toss away his spear. His gleaming armor fades away, a glamour, an illusion. Disheveled and tired man stands before you. Beard unkempt, hair in disarray, clothes stained. His footsteps guided more by wine than by eye. He moves and sits heavily upon his throne, holding his head in his hands. He beckons you to come closer. You are the oracle's chosen, yes? Let me tell you of my woes. Before Pythor can continue, you hear from behind you, whatever your woes may be, drowning yourself in wine will not solve them. You have a duty to serve your people in these dark times. This wallowing of yours does no one any good. Is that Kyra? Indeed it is. A killer. Amazing. <sighs> see him just sort of like, br- like, like rub on her on his temples. <sighs> Sister, that may be true, but what can be what? done? What? <sighs> the oath of peace binds my hands, and now the Titans conspire to steal away my precious daughter, Honora. But perhaps but they, took, you... they took your daughter. Oh, wow. What a shame. You can see him look up at the, the lot of you. Eyes red, seeming from drink or perhaps tear. It is hard to say. You can see rings of black around his eyes underneath them. Like he has not slept soundly in quite some time. So what is it that you had summoned us here for? I hoped you could aid me in finding an answer to keep now my only child. I have lost one already. I cannot bear to lose another. Nick's glance is over. Yeah, Yeah, Nick's glance is over. It's the classroom meme. Anytime Pythor mentions something about his kid and only child, entire class turns around to look at Theomos. Uh, I just kind of look over. I mean, Theomos, you want? I mean, so wait, I I got distracted. He wants us to keep his daughter from getting taken. He hasn't actually properly explained what has happened. I'm just giving you all chances to react. Uh, 
the Order of Sidon has sent a detachment of warriors to Astoria with the demands of the Lord of Storms. And you see him just sort of look down at the, gr at the ground over to his left, sort of uh, just in front of your feet, Mercury. The Titan demanded that Honora should be chained to the rock of Estor amid the waters of the Archelon and left there as an offering to him. He knows I am bound by the oath to submit to the sacrifices requested of him. And I do not know what I can do if this sacrifice is not fulfilled, he can exact a price. Price paid in blood. The armies of centaurs gather north of the gates. And if she is not sacrificed by the next full moon, they will lay siege to the city. And I cannot aid in its defense. I can do nothing! As he slams his fists against his throne. I can do nothing but feel grief. Um, could, could we help? We're not bound to that oath, right? Isn't the oath a piece of her? I thought that, like, Justin did. Dang, no. that's crazy, bro. But the how about of... that dragon horn? The Oath of Peace is coming to an end. And when it does, nothing will stop the Titans from continuing their reign from 500 years ago. But until then, it still holds. Bruce For us to break it early would be a far worse thing altogether. How long do we have until the next full moon? Eleven days. So, Tommy, you said you already lost a child. Do you want to explain that? <sighs> Nora's brother. I lost him. Ten years ago, taken by Hexia, along with his mother, their mother. I could not see my boy's face. We separated the two of them. Hoping to keep them safe, trying to listen to what the Oracle said, but it was for nothing. You can see him just sort of reach to the side of his throne and just pull out another, uh, like this large imbibement uh, full of wine. You can hear it slosh around inside as he just seems to uncork it forcefully. You can hear the, the clay that makes it up sort of crack and groan under the sudden burst of strength. He just leans it up to his face and just drinks a bit more wine. Oh yeah, more alcohol. That'll fix all your problems. Uh, 
find his yeah. comfort in my grief. I turn the next. Do I tell him? I, I, I kind of don't want to. I well, then you don't. That decision is entirely yours, Theamost. Tell Why? me what? Because you're standing no more than three feet away from him. <laughs> Alright, thank you. So, where is my sister? Honora <sighs> is... You see him sort of looking down at the ground and looking up slowly. Looking at your face, at your stark white hair. Oh, this is, this is a trick. You can see tears welling up in his eyes quite quickly. No, I will not be deceived again. I will not be deceived again! As you can see, light sort of shimmer up his chest, golden in color, spreading down his arms. Brother, no, what are you doing? As you can all just feel not inspired, just compelled to your knees, bent by a force beyond your comprehension. This person, this god before you imposes his will upon you as I need all of you to give me Charisma saving throws, DC 25, or fall to your knees. Theamos, you make your saving throw with advantage. Can I willingly fail? Yes. I willingly fail. Yeah, I willingly fail. You said wisdom, charisma. 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 Push past what's it with same, your concentrated I'll give, I'll give you a 25. Hint. If you're not above, if you don't have at least a plus 5, you can't nat 20 in one. As as this, this presence just begins to come over, as you just, like, this music just fills the hall as this gust and wind just buffets away as Mercury just flies up 10 feet, as he's going to use both of his inspiration points to make the save using the legendary resistance. Hey! The music of, Ka of Kira just fills this hall as Mercury is just floating in the air. You can feel this weight on your back, both you and Theamos, and as the rest of you are... Let's see. Let's see if I can get it. Nope. Okay. Yeah, as the rest of you are forced to your knees, Theamos, you feel compelled to bend the knee at the heels of your father and you're trying your best to force your will past it past his divine presence and you are finding it inordinately strong mercury you call upon a bit of your own mythic inspiration to succeed the saving throw but you are not blessed by his blood as you will need to continue to make the save every round in his presence oh. you are not granted immunity from it as eventually you will be you will be compelled to the ground in short order. But Theamos, you can feel yourself bend at the knee for just a moment, fall before him, but then you feel that weight lifted off your back. 
you find yourself now able, after a moment, to stand back up when no one else in the room can, save for Kyra to your left. She seems unperturbed by this presence entirely. As Thaumos uh, is starting to stand back up, you just see his brow furrow as his eyes just start to glow, as I'm pretty sure this won't work, but I'll do it anyways as this aura just emanates from him attempting to bring his father down to his knees as I channel divinity to scorn the unworthy. Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) As you summon up this divine force within yourself, you can see the look of anger, frustration, grief, and drunkenness on your father's face as he seems to summon up his own divine presence and look down at you as you begin to rise back up. And as you call upon this and try to scorn him in return, let me see. Do, 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 do. Does that inflict any conditions besides prone? No. I mean, unless he has a spell on. But... Yes. No, he does not have a spell on. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. It's a straight charisma save. <clears throat> I don't. As you can see. Huh? I don't believe that he only has a plus four. Are you lying to me? I am not. He's all about curse. Can't we go over he's... the fact that he's like depressed and sad and he's not like and, and he's, he's drunk? Yeah, and he's drunk and like <laughs> there's a bunch of other <laughs> negative conditions. It. Yeah, and the the oath of peace. He hasn't has, slept for like three days. Has uh, famously... Oh yeah, and the giant status condition that says the, the oath, oath of, of peace has nerfed the gods. Yeah, the gods were at their peak. 500 years ago and it has been a slow decline ever since as you can see his knees and thighs buckle as he tries to stand against this presence of your own and then he just falls back slumping into his chair the presence from himself pulled back within himself brother you cannot risk losing your spark stop this as That weight off of all of your shoulders leaves you all. Theomos, your presence eventually rebuffed. It is really you, my son. Boy, where where have you been? As he just seems to like just the the wine cask in his hand falling to the ground, shattering on the stone steps up to his throne, holding out his hands to you. As he gets himself off of his throne, stumbling a bit. It is really you. I take a step back. You know, I don't want to hug from him as a. To like point, I guess, towards like the general direction of where Mitros would be. You say, I was a kingdom over. When my mother was taken, I was adopted by a bunch of soldiers. That's where I've been for the past 10 years. 
had... I had legions of my men searching over that villa for months. Asking if anyone had seen you. If anyone had found you. If anyone had seen what had happened. And no one knew. Not one person could tell me the truth. You tell me you were just in Mitros. No more than a week away. <sighs> oh my boy. Demos, you never heard that he was looking for you either. <sighs> From the sounds of it, he only went to the village. I mean, you're back together now. Let's go save your sister. Hi. Tell us where to find her. We'll do that. And But in the meantime, can you clean yourself up? See, I'm sort of look at you pulling his hand out of his, away from his face. Just a look of shame upon it. He sort of just nods his head. Hi. I need a few moments. If... Ophia was not with you, was she? No. Hexia took her. Of course she did. Damn that dragon. Your sister would willingly give herself up for the city. She loves it so much. I have had... I could not bear to lose her. Demos, if you wish, you can go with some of my centurions below the palace to the dungeons. I could not risk her trying to sneak out of this place and give herself up to those centaurs. I will not allow it. I will not lose. I will not lose either of you. Uh-oh. There has to be another way. So you put her in jail. I think it was a reasonable tactic. If she used to go off yeah. and give herself to the centaurs, what else was he to do? Take her word Imagine for it that she would stay? Lord Pythor. Are you truly telling us to break the Oath of Peace? The Oath of Peace binds my hands. Though in its waning days, it does not bind the hands of those 
beneath us, as it does not for the servants of the Titans. So I have heard of your f- admiral, admirable, admirable. Oh, yep, yep. Don't do that. I'm slurring my words. I'm just too in character. Admirable fight against that boar. Something sent by them. This this time of war, but not, is coming to an end. The forces of something so fickle that men sent by God's hands are not the action of a god. I mean, he looks at you, Sophia. You see his body language. Yeah, he looks at you, and you can see his body language sort of shift as he just sort of, he looks at you and earnestly just raises up his arms as if to shrug. I did not pin these rules. The wisdom of Mitros will. Uh, my mother always thought she knew best. I have languished beneath its rules, and now that which the Titans were willing to agree to, of course, works in their favor. You all are chosen by the Oracle and are sure to be blessed by the Five. And I am sure Sidon and Lutheria have their own. Centaurs, Minotaurs, Cyclops, Giant, even perhaps Dragon. I have heard foul whispers on the wind. <sighs> An escalating conflict. Pythor seems to step around yeah. and away from his throne. So, so if you don't give up, your daughter Sidon's gonna allow these centaurs to just attack you and you can't stop them? And they cannot attack me either. Well, shit, why don't we just go kill some centaurs? It would be the civilians <laughs> of Astoria that are endangered. <laughs> A brave man. <laughs> uh, that is perhaps one option. It is something I would have done. There is... Well... I have heard that the centaurs are led by a great chieftain, Baynor. <clears throat> I have challenged centaurs before in ritual combat and have seen heroes do so as well. <laughs> But I would be wary. I know. I know you have tasted success so far. But I do not know if you can stand up to the chieftain and those who follow him. Perhaps there is a simpler solution. You spoke, my lord, of the way in which Sidon requested Anora be sacrificed, and you said that she should be chained by the river, yes? 
the rock of sacrifice. Yes. Uh, Perhaps. Many, many a beast has been tied there. And creatures sent by Sidon and Lutheria have devoured them. Perhaps a solution that would prevent you from breaking your oath but would save your daughter would be for her to be chained there and then for us to free her. And if we must battle the creatures that come for her, it would be more ideal to free her before they come, but you would not be the one, well, denying them their sacrifice. <clears throat> An interesting suggestion, one with merit, but the Order of Sidon dictate the terms of the sacrifice. Honora is to be chained to that rock until the sun rises on the next day. I'm presuming that her blood must be spilled and her life be drained in order for the sacrifice to be complete. The sacrifice is what the Order of Sidon agrees to. If you can persuade them to choose another, I can offer 50 oxen to that solution. I had to speak with my Cosmos to gather such a worthy price. 200 truck me a piece. Ugh. Find Commander Gaius. He is staying in the east wing of the palace. And perhaps he will hear out this change of plans. Maybe that will be enough to sate his thirst. Man. Can't hurt. Look. Great. I know you all have quite a bit at your feet already. But I will say this. Protect Honora. Keep her from being sacrificed. And I will be in your debt. I know... I know I am not the god I once was, but I hold the titles I hold, and with them, the coffers that come with them. I will see to it that you are compensated. None of you have a true stake in this, but I ask, Look over if not for me, as he also looks at Theomus. Protect your sister. 
there is much I wish to give both of you in the coming days. I wish... I wish I had been there for you. As with the promise of compensation fit for a king, Pythor stumbles off away from his throne deeper into the palace. This sounds like a chance for us to prove our worth and gain a sponsor, Sophia. He's so dramatic. Okay, Kyra, what the fuck? Oh, right. I so, mean, that was like, did what? Did you know? Kyra? As, as Nyx gestures what? to Theomos, staring at Kyra. Oh. I had a bit of an inkling, though. Uh, in there. Well desperation all those who were in attendance to the wedding of pythor and ophia 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 had to swear an oath to keep their secret myself my father the oracle and those to be wed the only ones there. Though it seems... Hmm. It seems all is not lost. Your aunt says, looking at you, Theomos. We've been traveling where the god is. Makes sense now. That word traveled faster than it possibly could. Your magic capabilities. And she looks at you and just gives you a sly smile. And you see her just sort of shuffle her feet underneath her and they move imperceptibly fast. Yeah. So are you here? Guilty as charged. The one and only. I immediately drop to my knees. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Mercury, Mercury. There is no need. I am still... Kyra? No, Kira. No, Kyra. Ah, well, it doesn't really much matter, does it? As the... Connect- I mean, it absolutely, it absolutely <laughs> matters, ma'am. I mean, Kira, I mean, God, I mean, yep. Is the... Cr- yeah, he'll be fine. It's whatever. He knew what he signed up for. The correct pronunciation is... Uh, Kira for the goddess. As we swap her out. Eh. Oh wait, I never actually revealed uh, the whatchamacallit. She couldn't see the nameplate. All right, there's the old nameplate. Now it's going to go away forever, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, there you go. I'm glad we saw it for like two seconds. Indeed. Kira the poet. So we have Kyra the goddess, who is... Kira, Kira. the poet. No. Oh, Kyra the no, poet, no. who is God actually Kira the goddess. No, 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 no. She is not Kyra the poet. She is Kira the goddess. Is <laughs> shadowing the heroes of legend to see through their odyssey. Okay. 
traveling with a god. Okay, well, at least we know that's how we're going to be famous. Well, perhaps now we don't have to worry about if we require your aid in battle. <laughs> Bloop. Did she look different, or is that just a new nameplate? New, new nameplate. Name new nameplate. Her appearance is more or less the same. Without uh, actually calling upon her divine presence and spark, things would be as they are. It's like immediately, like, like, just this idea snaps into Mercury's head. Well, well now wait a minute. Now, what happened? What happened to Yavin? Hmm? Oh shit! You got me. I'm gonna hunt down them damn. How do you what not do you even remember? remember? There is a big old temple for you right there. You're talking about the Temple of the Five in Mitros. No, I'm talking about the Temple of Kira on Yavin. Your island. He looks at you with a face of genuine confusion, one that you have seen countless times in your life, Mercury. Son of a bitch. Ooh. Yavin? He's damn tight. Alright, I see how it is. Dang old trick to trickster. I'm gonna figure out this damn answer. Thamos, let's go talk to your sister. Or whatever we're gonna go do. I don't even care anymore. I'm walking around it's with goddess. Curious because she was there when you mentioned your island. And you've mentioned it several times, and yet, speaking of it directly, it's almost like she is unable to acknowledge its existence. Didn't acknowledge it then. Yeah, she never acknowledged it. I mean, whatever it is Mercury's talking about is unknown to all of you. But Even like... You 500-year-old lady. No, 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 I'm not saying I know the island, like, exists, but, like, he says my island is named Blah. And that's, that is the sentence yeah, that name, that holds no meaning. Oh, yeah, yeah, that name means literally nothing. You might as well say your, yeah, that, your that, island that's is... Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't, I don't have any context for it. I just, I just know he's been talking about his island. Gotcha. Constantly. And he named, and he named it. He's like, what about Blah? Oh, he talks about his island a lot, and he, now there's a name I don't recognize. Is that, it's probably his island. So did he say that, what, the con uh, commander, was that like his general or something? Or? I think, I think based on his in... tone, it sounded like he was from Sidon. Somebody in the west wing of the palace? I think he said east. east wing. East wing, well then, that is where we shall go. Yeah, let's go there first. Son of walking kitten. I'm gonna walk alongside Theomos as we head over to the West Wing. What's going on in your mind right now? No, we're going to the East Wing, Nick. Nick's East. East, goddammit. East, East. There you go. I don't need. I, Nick doesn't need correction, John. Thank you. Just following behind Kyra and just Kira, Kyra, Kira. 
Kira, the easier one to say. There's no hard I, Kira. Oh, I'm behind Kira and just, just watching her. Yeah, she's sort of the weirdo. Uh, do 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 do. Yeah, you all make your way through the palace with ease. Most of the guards and the like seem to not bother you as perhaps they'd already received orders or something to the like. As you make your way past uh, one guard point to the east wing, and you notice at this last point there are perhaps almost a dozen armed men uh, covered in full armor with the green cloaks of Astoria on their backs as you all approach. Nature of business for going here. Okay, talk to the commander or general or wherever the fuck he is. Commander Gaius. orders. Yes. Understood. See to it that you don't cause any trouble. We can't afford it. As they, uh, as two of them go over to open up the large doors and you can see them swing open. And just opposite the other side, you see perhaps another dozen armed men in full armor with uh, regalia in the form of lightning bolts across it and large flowing blue cloaks coming off their back. Not too different from Atreus's, but his does not bear any markings of Sidon. You see, what first glance would tell you much better trained soldiers than whoever it is you ran into at the Temple of the Oracle, standing at attention on the other side of this door. Astoria's forces and the Order of Sidons, with only two thick inches of wood between them and animosity bristling at the end of their spears. Yikes. As you cross the very thin DMZ, if you will, to where the Order of Sidon is staying, you can see six of the dozen uh, follow along and behind you as you make your way through, confirming that you wish to speak with Commander Gaius on behalf of Pythor. They lead you into the temporary chambers he is staying in before pulling back behind you, shields abreast to each other, spears in hand, but not pointed at your backs, just waiting in case something happens. As after a short while, Commander Gaius answers the door. A large, well-built man with a serious face and a stern brow answers. Jet black hair and little patience. Eh, he's tiny. He's so tiny! Oh, now he's bigger. What is it? Is he, so wait, is he one of the followers of Sidon or is he one of Pythor's people? You see a large blue cloak with a black and red lightning bolt striking across it. And when you asked to be led to Commander Gaius of the Order of Sidon, this is where they brought you. Okay. Write that in my notes. We're here to discuss the terms of Sidon's request. <laughs> ah, yes. That pretty little princess is going to offer up her blood to the glorious Allfather. 
What of it? You do understand what the you do understand the word discussion and what it means, yes? Shall sure. we be let in? Mm. He opens up the door fully. My guards will join us. Well, I mean, of course. As you all make your way into these chambers, they seem not really lavish, just like really nice while still maintaining a degree of what's the word simplicity, like much everything else uh, in this whole palace. It is a an old wealth sort of feeling without being too loud. <sighs> you can see arms and armor tucked over in the corner, a disheveled bed. <sighs> and a glass of wine uh, over on, like a, what's the word? A dresser. He moves over to it, and the soldiers and guards come in behind you, standing at the door. So, discuss. What is it you want with this? So, as I'm pretty sure that you don't really care for the sacrifice that you just want to hurt a disheveled old man who can't physically do anything to you due to your oath. Is there anything that you do want as an exchange for this? Rather than <laughs> killing a woman. <laughs> I carry out the will of Sidon. It is not my fault that pretender of a god is weak. In his old age. <laughs> Can't even hold his drink. Disgraceful. He used to drink a bit of his own wine, but he seems more than competent. <sighs> is Pythor having you all deliver his counter-offer for him? What is it? Hmm? Another beast of burden? Oh, man, it's... Quite a few beasts of burden. Fifty oxen in exchange. You can see him raise an eyebrow at that. That is a hefty number. But that I is mean, all that, your that, king could raise, hmm? I mean, mighty god of battle. <laughs> it is beyond what his people are capable of sacrificing, and yet he still offers it. I'm trying to persuade him. Can I roll persuasion? I love Sorry. you. Oof. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna. Hmm? Yeah. No, we're gonna go with that. Well, I don't know what I'm gonna Double do. check. You can. I think you can use it for uh, skill checks. You can roll it again for a skill check. With inspiration. Using your inspiration. Yeah. Sure, I'll do it. Here's my inspiration. Come on, you can do it. Seventeen. <laughs> this sacrifice was meant to hurt Pythor, and offering more than his people can afford to offer will still hurt him. And, well, 
the people will be more willing to shift worship to Sidon if he shows mercy at this moment. Their God offers food from their mouths as sacrifice to save his daughter. How many of their daughters will die for lack of food? The people are already going hungry. There hardly is any meat in their stalls as it is. This offering of fifty oxen is surely to make them go without for much longer. It is what they deserve for following a false god. Drinks a bit more wine. Your offer is... (laughs) Well, I would not say noble. But, from the word of Sidon, beasts of burden are insufficient. Human blood must be spilt to sate this. Honora, well, she is his daughter, yes. And I'm sure he will grieve her, yes. But perhaps he should have sired stronger as looks over at Thamos. So technically he requires human blood. Do demigods count as humans? Also God. Because I, I don't know if my argument is sound. Yeah, uh, I mean, especially human demigods. So being demigod is not necessarily a race separate from being human? No, it is a separate attachment. I don't see that. And did he request her specifically, or is that something you were trying to do to please him? <laughs> it is his request. Mm. I look at Kira. She's with us, right? Mm-hmm. You can see her. You can see her just sort of scowling at uh, Gaius's like shoulder. She's kind of sort of. She's kind of sort of standing uh, a little closer to the guards, uh, away from the. Uh, the lot of you just sort of watching the exchange take place. Is there nothing right. else you wish to offer so, then? So wait, so so like the rules here is she's got to be strapped to some rock. That's how Sidon takes his sacrifices around these parts. The Rock of Estor is an ancient tradition. As long as this city has stood, its sacrifices have been made there, uh, with few exception. You just you just chain a person alive to a rock. That is the way it has been when they have demanded human blood and animal for that. You cannot lot or oxen get swept away in the waves. Inside, just like send some kind of creature to come eat the person. As I understand it, yes. Man, they mu- he must be some kind of strong, strong god. To be able to just command the creatures of the sea. <laughs> he is Sidon. Foolish man. Of course, he is strong. He is the god above all. 
commander of the storms and waves. Everything on water, beneath it, or above it, obeys him. You, Siren, should know that better than anyone. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> so how about this in exchange? Instead of taking the daughter of the god, take the son. The son. Pythora doesn't have a son. He does. He didn't know about it, well, until recently. But here I stand. The son amongst the oracles chosen. <laughs> oh, I see. Interesting. Very interesting. Here is what I will accept. I'll accept your blood. But Sidon. Sidon is going to want more. You. What's more? The lot of you. The Oracle's chosen can face off against what it is he sins. That is the offer I will take back to him. We'll get to fight this thing he gonna send? <laughs> Chained to the rock, you will. Hmm. So that is it. We go to the rock, we are to be chained as sacrifice. And presumably for entertain my story. If we were to defeat this creature, would the terms be met? Would he no longer seek any more sacrifice in this nature? <laughs> you defeat the creature. <laughs> I said you entertain the story. Too much. Sure. Yes or no. You make it to dawn of the next day. Still breathing upon the rock of Estor, and the terms will be met. The centaurs will have no siege, and Astoria will live on in its disgrace. Wonderful. I turn to Atreus and Sophia to see if they say anything for being you know, voluntold to sacrifice their lives. Oh wait, we're getting. I thought you were only sacrificing. No, yeah, he, he said the whole group. Yeah, no, so that's what Shane. that's what he so meant Theomos, by more blood. Yeah, Theomos offered himself, and then Gaius counter offered all of you. <laughs> but if we defeat the creature, no more sacrifice would be demanded, or at least no but more. But we will be chained to. A, yeah, so it's Theomos offered himself. Gaius said, okay, how about all of you? However, we will be chained to a rock. If we somehow, one, survive, and two, defeat the creature, the sacrifice terms would still have been met. We don't have to defeat the creature. We just have to survive. Yeah. I feel like one can lead to the other. Oh, absolutely. Well... I'll look over at those two. We have 11 days. Standing with like eyes closed, just trying to think of the situation. Perhaps 
the good commander would be willing to give us a couple of days to go over our hmm, options. <laughs> we do have I know. a week. The only thing that would entice Sidon more seeing that weak man even weaker is to see the oracle's chosen offered up on a stone platter. That is where I stand. You have Indeed. 11 days, like you said. If no sacrifice is made, the city burns. End so of discussion. We do not have to make our decision now. We just have to make our decision by the end of the 11 days, and whoever is chained is the sacrifice. Indeed? Indeed. It's either, either us or the sister. Or Nora. Indeed. However, I believe that concludes our negotiations and that we should leave the commander. Okay. I'll say this. The original terms were for Honora to be chained to the rock from dusk till dawn. So if you're going to sacrifice yourselves, <laughs> be here by then. By here dusk the on rock. the 11th day. Here, Commander, or at the rock? Here. I'll lead the procession there. Hmm. Indeed. You know, I got one last question for you. Um, like, what happens to, like, people that follow Sidon and then really disappoint him? Like, he, he seems like the sort that's kind of vengeful. Is that correct? Mercury... Sidon dispenses his will where he wills it. I have not disappointed him yet, and I am sure this offer will not be a disappointment either. <laughs> well, we'll see. Mm -hmm. Get out um, of here, flyboy. We have much to discuss. As Nyx turns to leave... Imperia also turns to leave. Guards sort of wait for all of you to leave before closing in behind you, following in lockstep. Door is closed. Man, Sidon's gonna kill him when we freaking kill that beast or whatever, survive the sunrise. That is not <laughs> for us. No, I wish I could see it. First, we have to figure out how to survive until sunrise. Yeah, he said we gotta be chained. I mean, can we break yes. the chains? Is that like... First, we need to decide if we're going to do that in the first place. Yes, it's a different discussion now that it's extending to all of us and not simply Theomos. Hell, I mean, if it's if it's me or a city full of thousands of people. I mean, you, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one. Well, if we are six. the oracles chosen, then it is us or the entire world. Well, what are this one of them things we are just supposed to succeed at? Success only comes from hard work. 
It does not come from fate or will or anything like that. It's it's from us training and then of our own prowess. The chains, Regardless. the chains, I think, is what complicates it the most. If we don't have a way to get out of them, we don't have a way of defending ourselves. And, of course, I am still speaking as if this is what we are going to do. Sophia, Atreus, what say you? I agree with Inferia. If the fates were written, if we are meant to succeed, then what does it all mean? If I took my dagger and slit my throat at this moment, what? Would it mean nothing? I want to fight with my own hands and reclaim the thing that gives me purpose. If my effort means nothing, if fate decides it all, then we lash ourselves at the rock and fate and sort it out. We won't even have to lift a finger. If we are fated to save the world, then it will happen. And we need not do anything. But I don't agree with that. I believe effort is needed. And our actions are needed. Even though a master may play a game in which we do not know the rules of, they still require their pawns to do their jobs. And I will do mine. And that means I cannot be lashed to a rock and sacrificed to Sidon. If you think that we can defy him in a sacrifice to uphold the order, the oath of peace, What do you all think you are? If I was in the woods, attacked by men with knives and bows, I would die. I am not so strong in this world. If any of you were hit by a club of a cyclops, could any one of you survive? What do you really think you are? Because someone tells you that you're chosen. You can do anything in the world. That all you have to do is stand up and all the problems will be solved. Sister is the price. I say that price should be paid. I have to relate. I have to keep my faith in the oath of this world. She told me to follow them. She told me they had meaning. She told me I had to uphold mine. If they are such fickle things that you can get around them with loopholes, then everything means nothing. Sometimes the price is too high. We are not the ones to make that decision. And we are also not the ones defining the terms of this oath. Exactly. We are not seeking a loophole, Sophia. We are seeking a renegotiation. If the followers of Sidon who speak on his behalf 
are able to discern an alternative, alternative terms to be acceptable. It is something to explore. Now I understand your reservation, because I am not willing to die either. But I am going to think about everything we can do on that night in eleven days. We should sleep on it. Yes. Start gathering as much information about the sacrifices and the reliquary that we are here in the first place for. Let's make a decision in a couple of days. Perhaps King Kythor would be willing to aid us in accessing the reliquary. I'll tell you one thing. I will do this plan, but only under one condition. If we can find something that guarantees our success. If Python or Kyra has something they can use through the oath of protection. I will put myself in danger. But with no promises to chain myself to a rock, to risk breaking my oath so that I can break another. How would chaining yourself to a rock break your oath? Because I would die. And your oath is to survive? I cannot fulfill my oath if I die. I see. Kyra. Her name's Kira. <laughs> right. Fuck. I answer to both, really. No, it's Kira. Kira. You and Python both have no qualms in putting us in the midst of this, saying that it is not a breach of the oath. Bring a score of men, 300, to protect us on the rock. I do not believe Bring 300 can fit equipment. on the rock. Defend us in any way you can. With this oath of protection, I will chain myself to a rock as a sacrifice. Or do you wish us to go alone once again? To face the inevitable because of the word fate. I am sure if I were to bring if Pythor were to bring his men to the rock they are not part of the sacrifice they cannot be there 
They are not part of the terms of the agreement. I severely doubt Gaius is going to agree to letting you bring men to it. Probably your own arms and armor. You do not seem to qualm against that. I do not know how it is things are chained to this rock, but it is flat. And he would want us he would want us to remain chained all the way through morning. Or is there something? He never did not specify that, did he? He said no, you would be chained to the rock and you must be alive in the morning. Perhaps you can break the chain. And perhaps we can bring three hundred men. If you want to well. see if he'll agree to that, be my guest. He's already agreed to the terms. The sacrifices are chained to the rock, and they survive. That is all. They can threaten their armies. So can we. Does that interfere with the terms of sacrifice, Kyra? Kira. Kira. She answers the both. <laughs> yourself a point of inspiration, Atreus. Oh. I think I see the line of logic you are trying to pull upon, great philosopher, but... The forces of Pythor are his directly to command. The centaurs of the steppes not under the command of Sidon. What does that mean? Our only other option would be to find other Mystios to get involved. Because they would not be aligned with either therefore not interfering with the oath of peace. Their intervention of the sacrifice rituals would not be on Pythor. It would be completely up to them. Hmm, I could think of a Mystios or two. I do not know if they are in Astoria. But... Mitros is only a week away. And I and see back. you are very fast. Hmm. Perhaps if you were a messenger. To gather the forces that are required. I can travel that distance quite quickly. But that consumes a great deal of energy. And you were so kind to send that spark to my sister. Pythar is willing to trade 10,000 drachmi for his daughter. I'm sure such a price could raise a small arm unaffiliated. To ask this price of us, I understand it's a game I'm not meant to understand. What you're asking me 
to drop everything I know, to give up all pretense of choice. Are you telling me, don't worry, it will all be okay, that there's not a shred of doubt that we will fail? There is always mm. doubt. If you're asking me if I believe in the Oracle's words, believe in heroes? I've seen heroes. I fought 500 years ago, Sophia, for a long time. And I know what mortals can do when their backs are against the wall, and you are far from it. You are right to worry and to question. That is your way. It is the way of many of those who follow. But... I think you can do it. That's why I brought you to the Oracle in the first place. That's why I brought you to the Boar in the first place. You were the only ones I took there, though many others took it upon themselves to try. I chose you lot. If we live forever in fear of doubts and failure, all we ever do is fail. I am sure... You have to learn to continue on despite that. And I'm saying we should do everything in our power to guarantee success. There is no guarantee. Like the gods want us to simply have faith and nothing else. That is not what they offer, Sophia. I think you are assuming too much based on their lack of words. They simply ask for our aid. I don't think they expect much besides that. If anything at all. I do know this. It was Commander Gaius's offer to take the six of you as a possible sacrifice. I do know he intends to have you face off against whatever it is Sidon wants to well, summon up with what he can. And I know if you simply try to force your way through the problem, I doubt it will be considered legitimate. And then we'll have a much bigger problem on our hands. Cunning and a bit of trickery, those things have worked in the past. But simply summoning up hundreds of men and great weapons, well, I think our best guarantee of success is to learn something that will free us from the chains immediately upon the emergence of the monster. And then perhaps find weapons more powerful than the ones we have now for which, with which to fight. Summoning up men is not... 
it would serve only to make Sidon angry. For as long as the Oath of Peace has been going on and Sidon's been demanding it, I'm sure there are stories of the kind of monstrosities he's been able to conjure for these sacrifices, especially human ones. Perhaps we can gleam a little insight as to what to expect from these kind of tales. Ooh, that's Indeed. a pretty good idea. That way we do not have to wait and go in blind. Based on what we learn from the stories, we can start forming an idea on how it is we'd like to approach it. Yes, we would need a way to break the chains, but we would also need a way to fight this creature. Just like we knew with the board was going to be fast, and just as we knew with the board was going to rise while it fell, we would need to know exactly what we are going to expect of a fight with some creature of Sidon. Set out on this journey saying I would do whatever it took. Even if that meant that the aid would only come from our own hands. Fine. I suppose it's not written in fate. If I achieve completion of my oath or not. I'll do a lot of reading in the next coming days and see what I can find. I'll be strapped to a rock. And then we'll leave it up to fate, I suppose. Not fate. Leave it up to our skill, our combat, our teamwork. Leave it Not up to fate. us. Wouldn't that be wonderful? As I, it is. as I glare at Kara. Kara? Kira. Kira. Kara. Kira. What are the names? I was, like, I was like, not hard Val. Kier. No, that's a hard E. That's not it. Yes. As Brendan comes to terms with the sliding scale of those unable to help him and all of his foes getting all the help they need. What are the rest of you all doing now, as this moment seems to sort of come to a close? Wait, did Atreus agree to get chained to a rock? No, we were just talking to- That was a good question. We were just talking to Sophia. Like, this was all us talking to Sophia. Good point. Uh, Atreus was looking on because Sophia is smarter than- Atreus has several guesses that Sophia is smarter than him. So he was waiting to see what she would see. Mostly because when they were talking to Pythor, there was a lot of talk of loopholes, loopholes, loopholes. And if anyone can find a loophole with every oath, probably Sophia. He was just letting her talk. It seems Sophia's found some sort of thing, so. Those loopholes. Well. All right, then. We got 11 days. Let's use them wisely. The power that binds the gods and titans seems to be such an obsession with trying to bypass them. On both sides, it seems. I mean, hmm. we're all going to be standing side by side in 11 days. Fighting for each other. Fighting for a city. 
That's gonna be a hell of a Let us see if they sing our praises. Fighting or perhaps we will be scorned more by the Titans. If we win this battle, we will forever have Pythor sponsorship. It is and true. The people of... And we become plagued with more nightmares? Gods, I hope not. Yeah, I think we might always have some nightmares. It is Sidon, not Lutheria, who we are attempting to thwart, and besides, if we do it as exactly the terms are confirmed, then if he shows anger, he risks upsetting everyone for going back on his agreement. They are the terms that he agreed to. Our success would no doubt anger him. However, if we do it without cheating, any retaliation on his part will only cause more upset. Might if even anything, lose him some followers. And if anything, we succeed in what we are trying to do, the blame cannot be put on us. It would have to be put on Gaius, who agreed to these terms on his behalf. And whatever the Indeed. fuck comes out of that water. Which will likely be dead if we succeed. I mean, I don't want to toot my own trumpet or nothing, but I'm pretty damn good fighting on the water. That's good to hear. God, how late in the day is it? Oh, actually, wait, we have a little thing over here. Aha! It's the evening, just like it was when we started. Aha. It's not still the fifth. No, I just moved to the fifth. It was the fourth yesterday. Did it only take a day to get from the temple to the city? It is about eighteen miles. And you were on a you were on a you were on a uh, a well worn road, which speeds up your travel. Also, it was pretty quick. Yeah, that's only like not even eight hours of walking. Well, should we go find a place to sleep. Start doing our research and whatnot tomorrow. Agreed. Bye. I'll see you all in the morning then, I suppose. Nyx is going to start heading out. You're all going to the Dragon's Tooth? Are we going to the Dragon's Tooth or is Pythar putting us up in the palace? I don't think he said he would. I'll take oh, care I... of the business in the dragon's tooth. Put it up on my tab. I have a very long one. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'm going to stay at an old establishment I used to frequent. Well, which place? The Silky River. If I heard of the Silky River? Mercury, you would know that that is a pleasure house. All right, that's good to know. How far well. is it from? How far is it from the Dragon Tooth? Right, like what direction? Just in case all shit breaks loose. Is it like farther uh, south? 
I don't think that'd be down by the docks. I mean, just a place like that made me feel like it's down by the docks. From, it is, uh, what direction is that? That is south, it is southeast from the, uh, from the amphitheater. All right. So that's away from the docks. I just look over at Nick's big old grin, like, all right, you have yourself a good time. Why? What? What's so special? Let me tell you about. Let me tell you about. Let me show you the dragon. You're gonna love it. It's gonna be great. Inferia, if you are fascinated in some of the pastimes of the mortals, I'd suggest you join me. I'm sure it'd be a fascinating experience for you. <laughs> Next turns to leave. And um, walks out. Yeah, maybe tomorrow, Inferia. That'd be a good idea tomorrow. Oh, um, yes, all right. <laughs> I, I, I should, yes, all right, I'll, I'll come to the dragon's tooth with you. Right. Are you going to see Honora, Themis? Not tonight. Family reunions or meetings, I guess, in the situation for the night. Okay. You know, I'm I'm glad you didn't punch him in the face, but you made him kneel. That was pretty cool. It was really sad, honestly. (laughs) The god shouldn't kneel that way. Well, I mean, he didn't make me kneel. Tell me, Kira, how weak, I guess, comparatively, are you all now? In your travels so far with Kira, you've seen her, she sort of has like this bubbly personality, but she sort of keeps to herself. She's been allowing you all to sort of just talk amongst yourself, just listening in, just being, you know, fly on the wall, so to speak, not wanting to talk over you too much. But she seems to just be a cheery person. And as you ask this question to her, you can see her face just sort of grimace. Was a time I could run across the waters all across the Forgotten Sea go to any island I wished and be back in time for supper in Mitros I am still fleet of foot but to run from here to Mitros itself would exhaust me Our sparks are waning. You can all feel it. The oath of peace exerting its tax upon us. It is only through my mother's wisdom that we can aid you all the way that we can. I know it is more limited than Sophia wishes. 
Did I do everything in my power to make sure... Well, make sure you don't end up in over your heads. Right. And it, it would take care of these so-called titans or whatnot. Your power come back? What happens when the Oath of Peace ends? It all comes crashing down. I am forbidden to speak on such things. That's I can say happening. there are other beasts and monstrosities in the world. Old weapons of war made by Sidon and Lutheria. Though some have come into being on their own accord, they carry within them a spark of their own. Kill them? Sacrifice them to any of us? And we will grow in power. Able to do miracles again without exhausting ourselves. Well. Well, sound like we gotta go kill some shit with sparks in them. <laughs> oh. Those would be great deeds indeed, Mercury. She puts a hand God on your shoulder. damn, remember my island, Kira, I swear. Was there a song from there or something? I swear. I... Hell yeah, there were songs from there. She just sort of walks out uh, of the palace next to you. As do the, you all leave? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to look back and see. Uh, so from where we saw all met with him and like all the guards, is it like a hallway? Is it like outside to a different Building, Gaius. So the area is like a spot. Uh, Gaius. So areas yeah. where I could like. Um. So you would know more or less from traveling over there. You didn't. You didn't actually cross into any open areas. Uh. More or less, there is one bit that you did go over to. I'll pull you over to the map. So you guys, yeah, you guys were in this main building here with the gigantic door in front of it. And so when you went to go see him, you went down and over to the east wing over here no real windows and flush up against the rocks. And are there There's some windows of, up here, though. Are there any of, like, Titans people outside? No, not that you saw. There, was only, there are only palace guards uh, everywhere except that last eh, 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 quadrant over here. That little space, uh, that I'm indicating on the map that they seem to be concentrated in that uh, area. I've decided the Silky River is going to be here. 
southeast of the amphitheater. So, like, actually closer? Somewhere in this quadrant over here. So around oh, okay. here. Around oh, here. okay. I don't know why I thought there was an amphitheater in the Dragon's Tooth. Because I saw that opening Southeast. and I thought that was an amphitheater. Okay. Yeah, there's nice places to drink and enjoy the pleasures of the night after a uh, good night of a show or something, if you want. <laughs> yep, I've been here. It's nice. I'm actually not going to leave. Uh, I'm going to turn back around as everyone's leaving and go see if I can find someone to direct me to Pythor. Yeah, there. Uh, even while you guys were sort of talking amongst yourself in the throne room, there were centurions with large plumage in their helmets who were just sort of standing at attention just to mostly an empty throne, uh, one of which you could easily get their attention. Excuse me. Can you direct me to wherever Pythor is currently at right now? Ah... Uh. I could lead you to his chambers, but I cannot say for certain if he is there. But we could certainly try. Alright then. So, nod for him to lead the way. As he does so, making his way from the throne room through a brief open area to this quadrant here and taking you to uh, a very large and ornately carved uh, wooden door upon which you can see the visage of your father looking much more proud and majestic than he did in person. My lord, your son wishes to see you. Can hear the shuffle of something heavy being slid across the floor. I will speak with him. You can go, Pencross. See the centurion at your left just sort of give a quick nod at the door, not even seeing your father yet, before turning on heel and stepping away. And after a few moments, you can see the door just sort of crack open standing at the crack Pythor smells of wine but also strangely enough soap <sighs> he opens the door fully what is it Theamos I'm taking the room to the palace to stay. You owe me that much. Let's turn around. I start walking away. <laughs> I'm sleeping here tonight, Dad. Fuck off. You're stepping down away from the hallway, uh, or from the uh, from his room. Down the hall to the left. Echoes <laughs> behind you. And then after that, I will head to the inn because I feel like there's going to be RP there and I want to join, but I will just come back here to sleep. Roger that.
You all head to the dragon's tooth. Did I close all of my things? I did. I'm smart. I'm Ripper. Ripper. Dragon's tooth. Where are my notes? Yeah, so you come up to this large, very, very large brick building uh, with carved white stone accents and a pair of columns at the entrance. A... Uh, well, basically the public house of Astoria and the most popular one in all the lands, really. Infamous, or famous, rather. Yeah, for its great food and decent entertainment as well. You can see patrons drifting in and out in various states of sobriety as you make your way to it. And as you get pretty close, the scent of food and sounds of raucous conversation emanate from the open doors and windows as... You go inside, and this place is even larger on the inside than it was on the outside. Almost... Tardisan. Almost magically so. It is far larger in here than it was looking at the big building. And you see dozens upon dozens of people spread all throughout large... Uh, assemblies for dispensing food and alcohol uh, along the sides of the walls. You can see different bands playing in different sections, like one section giving an oration or some story or something of the such. There's plenty of space and people in here enjoying their time, talking amongst each other, etc., etc. Um, you can see merchants and soldiers, a few noblemen, everyone of every class and grouping seems to be here, including a few nymphs and a few sirens. People, it is not strictly human Ooh. in the Dragon's Tooth. People from all over seem to be welcome here in Astoria, as long as they do not bear ill will to the city or its people. And see a few centaurs and the like, even a minotaur or two in the back corner, enjoying themselves and having a good, good meal. You know if you all if anyone wants to do anything in particular well i'm gonna grab a table for everyone yeah i'm, I'm assuming i know where the best acoustics are in this uh here in indeed and you know that there are actually three really good places but it depends on what it is you want to listen to if you want to listen to someone tell a story you know that the best place to do that is up on the upper levels uh up through the tower and over the the lip of the rock to this uh, sort of common seating area up here. You know, for music, the central area is definitely the best. And you know that there are often open air plays and the like put on in this courtyard space, but no one seems to be there at the moment. We're, we're gonna go for the music. All right, so he's gonna be in the central area more or less. <clears throat> You see the, the uh, many people working around in like, not really uniforms, but kind of uniforms. These sort of green uh, draped over shawls over top of their normal clothes to sort of indicate that they are employed by the Dragon's Tooth, that they are the people you go to for anything you need, uh, both in food and in service. But something catches your eye, Mercury, as you're looking around. Someone 
you've had quite a fun and friendly relationship in your times visiting this place. An old, white-haired man. You catch the eyes of the retired adventurer who owns the dragon's tooth. Delphion. Hey. Attending to some minotaur in the back left-hand corner, airing to some grievance that they seem to have. But it seems to come to amicable terms as the large, bull-headed man extends a hand out as a way of showing appreciation and gratitude as they seem to shake hands, reaffirming something that was going on with them, but seems to now be quashed. He turns to get back to work. What do you do? Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout out to him. Hey! Yo, Delphine! Mercury! Mercury, is that you? My old no. friend! <laughs> no, not Mercury. That's what I said. I heard Gregory. No, I said. <laughs> Your name is both N and Y. Mercury, is that you? Yeah. Oh, it has How been too long, doing? my friend. I'm doing quite well. How about yourself? Well, you know, still trying to figure out what the heck happened to my island. Is that right? Yep. You, guess, guess, you just guess. You just guess where I came from. I remember, my friend. You told me not too long ago. Well, I guess it was about 10 years ago, but I can't, can't no, not no, remember. No, 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 just, just right now. Just right now. Where you came from right now? I, I don't yeah. know. Where have you, what have you been up to, my friend? Oh, we were talking to old Pythor. The king? That's right. <laughs> you had audience with the king. Were you playing him a song? No. No, he wanted, he wanted to talk to me. You get, guess where we came from before that? Uh, Mitros. No, we came from that Dender Oracle. You came from the Oracle? That's right. Wait, are you? You're the man black of feather. That's right. I mean, it's more blue, but I can understand how people get it confused. I guess well, people haven't really nailed it down just yet, I suppose. But you're. He sort of leans into you. You're part of the Oracle's Chosen. Yep. <laughs> and you're here in my establishment. That's right. I mean, we only come to the finest establishment. Come on now. Egan! Griffin! Come, 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 come! Look, uh, are, the, are your other companions here with you? I mean, most of them. Excellent, excellent. You, Egan, Griffin, go tell everyone. The Oracle's Chosen are staying here. I mean, if you want, I could, I could sing a song. Would you? Yeah, I mean, you know what? Might probably better. I could sing it tomorrow night. That way, you have no time to gather all the folks around here. Put a pretty penny on the door charge. Oh, I like the way you think. Egan, Egan, Griffin. They seem to be running out towards the door, and they just sort of spin around, getting caught on themselves, like the the their uh, togas <laughs> getting caught on like a chair. They come back around, running back over to him. Okay, okay, don't tell anyone. All right, they're going to be here tomorrow, and you're going to put on a special performance for them. That's right. That's right. I have one condition, though. What's that? You get me a steak. I know it's hard, but I bet you make up for it. Ah. Uh, 
Mercury, 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 you drive a hard bargain. I'll have to pull something out of my own collection. But for you, my friend, with everything that's going on, I can get you a Mitrosian special. Which, for equivalency's sake, is basically the equivalent to Wagyu beef. What? It's what? The equivalent to Wagyu beef. Oh, fuck yeah. What's that? Wagyu. Really expensive, Wagyu beef. really My apologies. good meat. It's like 20 or 30 pounds, in, or 20 or $30 an ounce. The fat it's... goes through the meat almost like a bunch of roots and trees, so it's just like every bite is... Okay. Uh, is that all right? We get a table like around there in the middle part. We got some chatting to do. Oh, yes, yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, as he sort of looks around, oh, how about over there? As he just sort of points to what looks like to be a really comfortable booth, uh, but there seem to be some people over there already. Griffin, handle I it. I mean, there's people there. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anything for an old friend. They'll, they'll be fine. All we'll right. give them a drink. They'll be fine with it. They look sloshed already anyway. As all uh. Right. <laughs> He seems quite happy to uh, to see you and lead you on over there, as the people seem to abdicate the uh, the area quite quickly and make room for you. <sighs> Egan, Egan, just take care of this table for me, all right? Nothing else for you tonight. I got, got it, boss. I'll take care of it. Oh, uh, I'm gonna get to work on making sure people will know. That Mercury of the Oracle's Chosen is going to be here tomorrow. That's wrap. All right. As uh, Delphian takes his leave before it, but he, as he's stepping away, he sort of just looks back at you again and just sort of just sort of makes an excited gesture at you, almost like kind of like a, I guess like finger guns, basically just overjoyed both to see an old friend, but also like, hmm, mm, this is going to be good as he just sort of darts off to get back to work. And you all have your own little space. More than Trash enough room to fit the group of you. Got a table over here, Sophia. <laughs> Kira, goddess of music. Most amazing person ever. You've got a spot over here for you. <laughs> it seems that your friendship with the owner has served as well. <laughs> oh yeah, we go way back. Man, I tell you what, the best thing, the best thing I love about dragons too, they take this this maze, right? It's like this this thing that they grow, and then they heat up the little kernels of them, and then they like pop, and they're all nice and fluffy. Interesting. I just I can never get enough of them when I'm here. Popped maze. Okay. Yep. Yeah, look at him. Very good. John See continues him? to eat on his popcorn. Oh my god, I love you. <sighs> Where's Stamos? I believe he stayed behind. I think he was going to say something to his father. Mm, that makes sense. I'm so happy he didn't punch him. As me as well. I can't imagine being that upset to meet family, I mean, I would give anything to have a family, and then... Well, well you got one now. Yeah. It's still... 
seems so unreal. It's cold. I'd have put on pajama bottoms. Don't judge me. But we are judging you, Brendan. Hey, you wear pants, Just turn on the heater. I know. I broke my oath. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about the granddaddy yet, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't really understand these titans. They're so mean. <sighs> Malice and anger in their hearts. <sighs> they must have not had a very good mother or whatnot. Hmm. Um. Lilia is mother to all, Mercury. That she has been quiet for some time. The mother, the mother does not. Well, each of her children is precious and equally precious, and therefore she cannot really determine how they behave. I guess. If I ever misbehave, my parents would give me a good old licking. What is that? Well, that's when they take a, they take this the stick, real thin like, right? They call it a switch, and then they smack you with it. Your parents? Well, yeah, that's you gotta discipline your children. If you don't discipline <laughs> your children, they grow up to be unruly and kind of arrogant assholes. The Amazons would discipline their trainees by having them run laps or, or some such, but... There you go. Never... N never hitting them. I... You only you, you only got hit if you were in combat and made a mistake. And teaching an Amazon to take a hit as punishment taught them to fight in a way that was... Detrimental to their victories. All it took were a couple, couple times of screwing around, getting whapped up beside the back. That switch. I mean, you turned yourself straight around. Well, I mean, Sophia, were you ever, were you ever disciplined as a kid? Trained, I suppose. Right. What about you, Trace? Hmm? What were we talking about? Discipline. Right. You were disciplined as a child? No. I never acted out. Oh. See, he knew better. See. I have much on my mind. Especially with this ordeal we have. Yeah? What you worry about? Heavier than nice beer, it's the weight of one life. I share the same sentiments with Miss uh, Sophia. You don't think we can stop that thing? Must train hard. 
these are. I never said it would be easy. We have already seen a taste of what Sidon has to offer. He has witches at his beck and call. A witch can irreversibly <laughs> corrupt the wildlife. Your extraordinary strength. That's true. Now we are expected to do it with our hands behind our backs. I mean, pretty sure we can break out of them chains. So we find the loophole. It's to be the nature of this land now. It is not a loophole. There was no term determining the chains had to stay on. Only imagine that Sidon likes an easy target. I mean, if Sidon sends something that can't stop a person from just being unchained, I mean, that's kind of on him, isn't it? I'm out there. We have much to think about. That's true. We agreed to sleep on it and talk about it tomorrow. If we are going to chat, I believe we should talk about things that are less upsetting. It just feels that the world moves and yet the heavens stand still. At that point, Theomus, you would uh, arrive at the dragon's tooth. Is it plainly obvious where they are? I feel like it's probably like crowded in here. Hey, Samos! Hey! That well, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of patrons here that are also talking. Indeed. I think got to be a little louder. Yeah, you get lost. Giant you never find us. <laughs> yeah, the... I feel like the only thing that. The only thing that what? The only thing that really stands out. I don't know if there's many sirens around here. Not that many, no. There are a few, but not numerous. And not many that have uh, dark blue wings either. That is a first for you. As you see uh, the group gathered up in this nice cozy looking booth over to the uh, right side of this central area. This large, expansive place. How did you get... Such a good spot here. Oh, I, I know the owner. I promised him a bit of a concert tomorrow. Guess it's good to be uh, the heroes from the Oracle. That seems to be the case. How are you doing? I'm not sure yet. I'll figure it out. Kira? I, yes. um... Well... I... am very much feeling a little overwhelmed. I just wanted to say... My time with the Amazons, my my mentor, Gamira, she always told me that 
of the five, I was most similar to those that worshipped you, that she knew. Really? Yes. Hmm. I've... I've always included a prayer for you in my in my worship. I didn't know so much about the five, and so I always worshipped the Mother Thylia. But you you were always included, and I don't. I'm not quite sure how. To, well, you're real. I don't know. She's the best one. Dalek, it's all right. And she sort of just reaches uh, across the table into seeing perhaps Inferior shed a few tears. Yeah. And she just sort of wipes them away, her touch soft and warm. It is all right. <laughs> I appreciate your reverence. It gives me strength in these waning days. And I appreciate your earnestness. You look at the challenges ahead and, well, you buckle down, strive to face them as a hero should. He wipes away the other set of tears away from your face. Though it is good that you have allies alongside you who do err on the side of caution. Both of them together will bring your success. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> what Gamera would give to meet you. <laughs> she was fierce, but she always loved music. We would sing together, you know? She <laughs> thought it was silly that... <laughs> how I spoke to the trees was by singing. She said, she said, why music? And I told her it is because when I was the grove, the wind would always sing through my leaves. And that was before, well, I always remember the singing. Every tree sings. That it does. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, Mercury. <laughs> it's not beautiful, it just is. <sighs> Life is music. <laughs> Amen. Like I said, I think I'll manage. It was a quite a shock. I expected something more grandiose and not that. 
brother has hurt for a long time. A really, really long time. Honestly, what fucking sucks is that I can't punch someone who looks like that right now. Someone that looks like him. Downtrodden, already beaten by the world. I can't punch that. Well, I mean, maybe if we get him out of this, he'll be a little bit happier. You want to punch him then? I suppose you can punch him then. My brother has never wanted to turn down a contest of strength or a friendly spa. So I'm sure now it's not a good time. Can I ask you a hypothetical question? Sophia, you can ask me anything that I can tell you is a different matter, but... Shoot. You saw a turtle in the middle of a cartway. And you knew carts would come across that way in due time. And the turtle was in danger. Would you pick the turtle up and move it to the side of the road? Would I pick up the turtle? Yes. Assuming nothing forbade my direct intervention, sure. Which side of the road did you move it to? It's a turtle. So, well, I'd probably take it to where it belongs. But if I had to pick, which it seems like I do, as she sort of squints her eyes at you, no. Thank you. Of course. Did you know... Same little smile on Sophia's face. Did you know that most turtles only travel within like four kilometers their entire life? So if you find a turtle on the side of the road, you should just probably put them on the other side of the road. You don't want to take them too far. Like, one time I took a turtle from one side of the island to the other. It didn't work out so well. Hmm. I was not that familiar with turtles. Oh, I lost a kilometer. Here's <laughs> nice mileage. Hey, leave them alone. I haven't made up a mythical measuring thing. Right? Get on each other for the drop <laughs> me left thing, including me, because I fucking put those down but I didn't make up a mythometer or some shit <laughs> so no, I didn't is. realize that we're there using metric right system it is Greece so I, I, yeah. I feel like the metric system okay, so is probably are we, made are we Greece. converting from 30 feet 30 feet to uh <laughs> 6 meters, oh, meters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah buckle up 9 meter time let's go no <laughs> we, we don't travel in miles now guys <laughs> 
as people go about their business in this place and continue to talk you can see some are talking in not so much hushed voices but almost excited ones not really about you guys but the other goings-ons in the area many rumors and gossip sort of spreading about if any of you want to take a moment to listen in sure yep right both uh mercury and inferior both of you give me charisma checks and then uh we'll add your proficiency bonus to that So 13. Charisma, just charisma check. Just charisma. Yep. Charisma. Okay. Ooh, 20. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God, I miss Streetwise. All right. Um, Mercury, give me two D8 rolls, and Inferior, give me four. Kiss. Noise. All right, reroll one, Inferior. Okay. It's trying. Ooh, it's trying. Ooh, Ooh killer. <laughs> All right. Yo. So, assuming there are no other conversations for the night and you all would proceed to retire. I can dispense what it is the two of you would hear or learn through some idle conversation before we wrap up. Sounds good. So Wait, we're not going to see what Nix is up to. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an X-rated no. stream, John. <laughs> Be sure to follow us on Lighthead Gaming after dark to find out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so both of you sort of hear in and lean in to a conversation uh, about a band of warriors, much like yourselves, that traveled to the necropolis almost a month ago, have not been heard from since. Everyone knows that place is impossible. No one goes there anymore. That one guy made it back. He's fine. He got cursed, but you know, is he? Back there. <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> he made it back though. But you know, that's just the rumor. Uh, and Mercury, you hear people discussing, talking about the king, talking about King Pythor, and talking about how much they love him and his conquests and the things he's done for the city. But as of late, everyone feels that Princess Honora would make a much better ruler than her father. Pythor's days of glory are behind him. He should step down. And Inferia, you hear a rumor about King Acastus of Mitros. And that he's fulfilled his promise to revive the dragon lords of old. Dragon. A few farmers 
conversing amongst themselves, say that they have spotted his dragons flying overhead. Yo. And sort of flitting about from table to table, uh, you also learn, Imperia, that Vulcan, the old dwarven blacksmith, has been grumpier than usual lately. Uh, people have been getting trouble getting what they need from him. Uh, talking about that old quote-unquote god of the forge. Uh, but they seem to have an almost humoristic tone to it. No one seems to truly believe that Vulcan is who he says he is. Uh, but Wait, so more... he says the god of the forge? Yeah, the so-called god of the forge. Referring to some old dwarven blacksmith in Astoria, no less. Has been grumpier than usual. <sighs> and finally, the last rumor you hear is from a group of sailors, Inferia, talking about how they're lucky they just made it into port in Mitros saying some massive storm was brewing off the, co the coast. <sighs> it could be weeks before it's safe to travel to the city proper. Coming. And with that... Wait, city proper oh. is in... Wait, so... Sorry, massive storm off the coast of Mitros or massive storm off the coast? Off the coast of Mitros. And then it might take weeks before it's clear enough to travel to Mitros via ship. Via ship or perhaps even road as the storm moves inland. Some roads have already flooded due to heavy rains split-offs from the hurricane. <laughs> As with that, you all are able to retire to quarters here in the Dragon's Tooth, comfortable and noticeably quiet. The life never really settles down here. People always coming through into the Dragon's Tooth, this massive, magical place. And as soon as you close the doors behind you to your rooms, all the sounds of raucous drinking and music fall away as you are surrounded by silence. Silence you can speak in, but silence nonetheless. As it seems the sounds from below do not reach your rooms. And if you can rest, if you rest here, you will be able to gain the benefits of a long rest, etc., etc. As that is where we're going to call tonight's session with hey. the oracle's chosen well receiving a bit of word of advice from Kyra long ago about perhaps agreeing to an oath of fellowship their fates are already bound together might as well make sure they can truly look after each other but they have chosen to hold off on it perhaps they'll see the consequences of it quite shortly and with them oh. traveling to Astoria, <clears throat> meeting both the people inside of it and meeting with the king at his request, 
they find out all is not well in the city. A sacrifice has been demanded, Honora, for the city itself. Though they have offered themselves at great deliberation, perhaps they will research into what it is Sidon is likely to send after them. Perhaps they will look into what is on the rock of Estor and how they are to be chained to it. This and more will have to wait until next session. So be sure to catch it live right here on Lionhead Gaming on Twitch at 5 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. I want to thank you all so much for watching. And don't forget, there is always more D&D right here on Lionhead Gaming with more shows throughout the week. We have coming up in just two days. We continue on as the Apex Alliance continue their surge against the sieging forces of the Stormhorns against Tardbuckle. Lucas Ariti's plan, well made, but unfortunately, perhaps not as effective as he wanted it to be. But he's a quick-thinking man. He'll pivot to where it needs to be, make small changes and adjustments, and the Apex Alliance will prevail. Won't they? Be sure to tune in this Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, to catch it live and see what happens. And... The Valiant Vanguard have begun their ascent. They faced off against kobold lookouts time and time again, even a few of the burrowing land sharks along the rocky slopes of Mount Cot. Now they lie in wait in a little hidey hole, a cave of sorts cut into the side of the mountain, waiting for Obsidius the Pretender to leave his molten throne, this volcano he resides in, fly off hunt and while they while he hunts the valiant vanguard will hunt down his minions within will all go according to plan will the valiant vanguard be able to face off against this king of the mountain alone in his throne room or will things not go as they expect be sure to tune in this thursday 7 30 p.m eastern to watch song of rapture live and find out what happens and also see if Samantha can collect the rest of her Pokemon. It's going to be great. Be there. <laughs> She's already got one, Cobalt. Can she get the other three? Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. So with that, I want to thank you again so much for watching. Be sure to follow here on Twitch so you get notifications when we go live. Be sure to follow on Twitter so you get notifications and changes to the schedule, uh, along with my hot takes on D&D &D and other stuff. And you can see fan art and things that are posted there and all that kind of stuff. Um, and also, finally, join the Discord. So you can continue the conversation about the game after the fact, and you can talk about D&D, &D, memes, TPRPGs, share your artwork and share some of your streams or anything that you're working on. Feel free to hop on in to the Linehead Gaming official Discord and be a part of the conversation that happens once the stream goes off. Uh, other than that, that's all I got. That's all we got. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope to see you again. And as always, may your dice roll 20s and you always make your saves. Bye.